Hey, when does the show start? Okay, okay, let's begin. One, two, three, four. It's time for four hours of intellectually immature nonsense. What's this monkey business going on today? This is the Bailey Show. Okay, let's do this. The BS. Let's go, you dumb idiots. Which Bailey? I, I say I'm an idiot all the time if I screw up. Nikki D. She's Nikki D. She's an influencer. Hey. <laughs> Nelson. Classic Nelson. This choked when the pressure was on. Son of the Bailey Show. On 98 Rock. Woo. <laughs> I'm just getting ready. I'm a little far. I'm a little behind this uh, this afternoon. Okay, so you had to what? Get your voice together? Is that what that is? I'm just getting psyched for the show. That's all. Okay, like before yeah. people perform and sing. That's what you got. Right, now I'm ready. <laughs> all right, here it is. A Tuesday, the second day of May, 2023. Thanks for being. Here it's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. Right there, that is Nikki D. <laughs> I'm here, but you know, I'm scared to talk with you doing all that extra stuff. Try it. Makes you feel good. Wakes you up a little bit. <laughs> I can't even do it. Now I you're tried. fake vomiting. Weird though. <laughs> There's Nelson over there. You want to give it a shot? Yeah, I do. Kind of. I took my glasses off. Got to get your cheeks up. <laughs> oh, whoa! That sounds like it hurts. That sounds disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Like oh I don't know about a bloodhound, but just dog out the lake. <laughs> Jesus! All right, my bad. That's not happening again. Understood. All right, welcome to the program. Thanks for being here. Your phone number. Uh, feel free to participate throughout the afternoon. We got good stuff for you. Nine one six nine zero nine zero nine eight five. Hope you have the Odyssey app. Possibly listening on that. Don't forget our podcasts are up there, as well as thebaileyshow.com and give us a follow on the social media. Uh, for some reason, the last couple of days, a lot of you started following us, which is very nice. We'll follow you back, too. Yeah. At Listen to the BS. At Listen to the BS Instagram, Twitter, and the Facebook. And then on YouTube, uh, at The Bailey Show. So we got Aerosmith tickets once again today. We do. All right. It'll be a you pick it for order up is the, the game we play here about 350. So you can pick between Aerosmith or you can take passes to hang out with Nikki D and Nelson yeah. Saturday, May 20th for Brews and the Burbs at Sunrise Marketplace, which is going to be an amazing event. Plus, you get an extra pass for a designated driver. Designated driver, absolutely. Who's going to get free snacks and free drinks and not alcoholic drinks for them, but for you, drink it up with all the stuff that comes with this uh, this prize. So. You get a swag bag for being VIP. Well, what's in the swag bag? I don't know what's in the bag, oh. but anytime you get a swag bag, that's fun. Yeah, that's free stuff, right? I love free stuff. Do you know the best? What's the best thing you've ever gotten in a swag bag? I think the I best- can tell you what mine is. I got a um, gift card to get like a free massage at this spot in Buckhead, and it was amazing. Oh, back in Georgia. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the best thing I've gotten a swag bag that cost the most. All right, you want to know mine? What? Okay, so you know that radio boot camp thing that I usually go to? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, probably not anymore, but usually I go to. Mm-hmm. They back in the day, day when radio was a lot different and arguably a little bit better, uh, they actually gave you cool stuff in this oh. bag. Okay. Like from people that were trying to get the free pop for you to talk about it on your radio program. Mm-hmm. And one year, I, I want to say this goes back, back, back to like the late 90s or something. There was a toenail clipper. A toenail hold on, clipper? Hold on, hold on, hold on, wait for it. It's genius. There was, a, there was a toenail clipper and where you do the clipping part, mm-hmm. there was this plastic bubble. So when you clipped the toenails, the toenail shot into this plastic bubble, this thing, so it didn't go everywhere. The toenail shot, like it went up into the 
Yeah, it was like it was covered. It had like a, a, a little casing on it. So when you clipped your toenails, it shot up and it held the toenails in the little casing. plastic, yeah, you know, little clap plastic case. That does sound cool. I still can't picture it in my I, mind how it works, but that does sound neat. I never saw it like go to market. Never saw one again. Search for it far and wide for years, if not decades. Lost it. Miserable ever since. Now my toenail clippings. Um, well, my wife does. My wife does my toenails, and she's really good at it. But. My fingernails, when I do it, they go everywhere. And they're sharp and they're thick because I'm healthy. Why does your wife do your toenails? Why don't you go to the nail place? Like I do every once in a while. You did? Yeah, I do every once in a while. I can't all the time. I'm a busy man. You absolutely can. Uh-uh. I'm a busy guy. Your wife has you spoiled. Uh-uh. She does it out there. She's, she's good at it, too. She And she, like, she catches them in her hand. No! That's awesome. <laughs> it ain't that much love. And because I'm so, I don't like feet. Because I'm so healthy, they're so sharp. Sometimes it cuts her hand up. She could lose Ew. an eye. She could lose it. Well, she puts goggles, safety glasses on. <laughs> safety first in her house. <laughs> safety first. Absolutely. Oh, so whatever tickets are not chosen for order up here at the end of this hour, uh, we will give away uh, before 7 p.m., mm-hmm. before we get out of here. Once again, I've been digging in Nelson's belly button. Oh, I cannot wait to see what you pull out today. Oh, you're going to love it. You are absolutely going to love it. So I'll give you clues starting in the 4 o'clock hour mm-hmm. of what I pulled out of Nelson's belly button. I made him a cute little flyer that I'm getting ready to post to. <laughs> what, for his belly button? Yeah. <laughs> oh, what's on the flyer? Just let me see. Okay. Oh, God. What's in Nelson's belly button? Oh, yeah. I get it. That's, is that really his belly? No, I just found a picture that looked like it would be his. Oh, you should take you should. Yeah, you want a you want a legit one? He'll give you a legit picture. Okay. I mean, don't look at it for too long. You know what I mean? It'll hypnotize you. I think people want to see the lint, and the moss, and the algae. Uh-huh. Yeah. But imagine a cave, but it's flesh. Some of these uh, little microscopic insects that they thought were endangered or extinct are actually living in the belly button. Mm-hmm. That's where they're at. Oh. You want to know where the aliens are? They're in there. They're in there. They're in there. There's a lot of stuff in there. Wait till you see what Buried I pull out today. Deep. Uh, Nelson, I, you're an intelligent man. I want to ask you this question, and I'm hmm. assuming that the answer is going to be what it should be. Okay. But we were just uh, in the hallway having a brief conversation with some of our coworkers, and I went to Nikki D to back my play, thinking that she was going to give me an intelligent <laughs> response. Shocker. That didn't happen. So I'm going to ask you a very important question. Okay. And answer it honestly. Do not be bullied to agree with him. I'm just not going to make eye contact with you because I feel like you're going to say I'm bullied in anyway. You know the right answer. Just Let's just say that. Okay. Please. Is clear a color? No. Thank you, Nelson. Nelson? Yes. <laughs> Don't change your answer. Yes. <laughs> the answer I'm is I'm sorry. I didn't, no. I, I didn't hear you at first. What did you say? I said yes, actually. Uh, see, there you go. I knew we'd have an wow, intelligent response. Wow, Nelson. Get a backbone. Driving <laughs> <laughs> me nuts. Why, why, why do you people say clear is not a color? What color is clear? It's clear. That's not a color. It's transparent. Yeah. That means you can see through it. So there's no color involved if you can see through it. If it's not a color, then why does it have a name? Because it's something that it's called so that you can identify what it is. Instead yeah. of saying, oh, it's transparent, you say it's clear. It's cl- Clear is a color, people. Clear is not a color. Hmm. Have you ever thought about this? I haven't, but I'm trying to think of like clear, clear coat. They put a clear coat on top of the car. That right. is what a layer. Co- what color is the clear coat? Well, it's clear. Okay. Which Thank is you. not a color. Then why would you say 
what color is the clear coat? It's an identification, not a color. But you would say that, could, would you not? What color is the clear coat? No, I wouldn't say what color is the clear coat. It's clear. Yeah. It's no color. It's it's clear, right? You put it's, it on top of color uh, to make it shine. There you go. No, it's a... Just be... What? Yeah, there's no color. What, what, what? Just because it's not in the crayon box does not mean it's not a color. Is it identified when you Google what is clear? Is it a color? Is it identified as a color? I think Google's down right Does now. Does the word <laughs> identify it as a color? Dude, I don't, don't think so. Google Google's wrong, too. It's a network interruption. I don't, I don't think you'll be able to actually hit it search. It says Google. Clear no. is not considered a color. Just okay? believe everything is on the Clear internet. literally means transparent, which <laughs> is what I just said. So it is not considered a color. How about some of these questions? Uh, BuzzFeed had a bunch of these. They didn't have the clear one on there. That actually happened. You made it up yourself. <laughs> well, I didn't make it up. I've been saying this for years. Clear is a color. Anytime, anytime anyone asks me what my favorite color is, I say clear. clear. <laughs> <laughs> Just to be funny. <laughs> Uh, here's a, here's a, well, we'll continue this conversation, but here's the first one. Can you smell air? No. Yes. <laughs> if he didn't influence me on that one, yes, you can smell No. Air. Well, they've got a percentage of what people said. I'll tell you what that is here in just a minute. We got those code words too. God, I forgot about that. Yeah. VIP at Aftershock. Getting ready to come up right now. And a five-night stay in a hotel. So you got the like major hookup for Aftershock. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're getting the code words like, here in a matter of seconds. So uh, 916-909-0985. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Just got an odd request. Somebody uh, says they're, they're, they messaged me, said they're in Maui, and wanted to know if they could use my Safeway membership. Hmm. I'm sure you said yes. No, I didn't know what they wanted. So all, all it is is my phone number. Yeah, the phone number's uh, it's not on the right station. Anyway, so I guess because of uh, gas, maybe, possibly. Safeway, they wanted to get some cheaper gas by using my Safeway membership, possibly. Okay. That would be it. I have no idea. No clue. Yeah, I have no idea. Uh, so you're saying clear is not a color? Clear is not a color, no. Okay. Uh, and can you smell air? No. Yes. You can smell a fragrance that's going through the air, but it's not the air. 68% of these people said, yes, you can smell air. No, I don't think you smell. I don't think it's air you smell. Merriam-Webster's definition of air, the mixture of invisible, odorless, tasteless gases that surrounds the earth. Odorless, see? So you can't smell it. Well, I don't know. I would probably say... Yes, you could smell air because whatever's in the air would then be considered air. And that's what you smell, the scent that's in the air. It's odorless. Air is odorless. So something has to go into it. Why are you getting so angry about And now you can smell it. I'm not getting angry. It's just you're trying to argue things that's not even science. I'm I'm not arguing anything. This is a thing I saw on the internet. And I'm bringing it to everybody's attention. You're getting all feisty. Out of your mouth, you just said odorless and then still wanted to argue with why what you're saying is right. (laughs) No. That's crazy. No, no, no. You're not listening. I am listening. Typical woman. I said if you were to ask me, I would say yes. I can smell air because whatever is in the air is would be the air. That is my opinion. I gave you the definition from Merriam-Webster. Obviously, if they're right, that's right, and I would be wrong. I was just giving my opinion. Okay, you, you're entitled to your. This opinion. is what happens when you, you let are. anger take over your emotions. I'm you, not hear <laughs> you hear nothing. You hear nothing. Angry. You hear nothing. Zero. How about is. Tea just dirty water. Heck no. Mm. 
Oh, now we get the tea. No, it's not dirty water. How dare you spill it, right? (laughs) Oh, my God. Don't mess with my tea. I moved to a state that doesn't have sweet tea. (laughs) Oh, my God. All feisty. Who are you texting? Uh, Nelson. Why are you texting Nelson? (laughs) To let him know about our... Well, don't worry about it. He'll figure it out later. But is tea just dirty water? No, it's not dirty water. Yes. I'm not doing that just to be uh, like mean to you. And I'm not fighting you on purpose, dude. She is about to whip your ass. Look at for we started. The, uh, I'm fine. <laughs> that woman over there is angry today. She shot out of a cannon. <laughs> Should I have not brought this? Is this like a hot button for you? No, it's I, not. The a hot body button. language that I'm getting from you is. Like, I'm terrified. I think I should change this up. What else do I got to talk about? Let me just find something else. About, so about that sky today? Let me, no, I want to know why Met you Gala. think tea is dirty water. What else is it? It's tea. You place it inside of the water and it changes the color. So is Kool-Aid dirty water? Yes. Well, is lemonade dirty uh, water? According to Merriam-Webster, anything that you add to water would just dirty it. So. It doesn't dirty it. It changes the color. So now you're arguing with Miriam Webster's. Yes, I am. Oh, so it's okay if you do it. Because I don't think you got that from Miriam Webster. I didn't. I just, just made it up. You said you did. Yeah. <laughs> I, knew it. I knew it. So I had to think about it. I'm like, you didn't get that from Miriam Webster. You made it up. Because <laughs> you're a liar. I'm not a liar. I'm mm-hmm. gonna... It's the difference between lying and entertaining. Fabricating. You getting feisty is entertaining. <laughs> What's the next one? Is see that attitude right no, there? I, just I don't want to see what they're saying wanna, next. I don't even know if I want to tell you the next one. I want to know the next one. I think I'm just going to keep it to myself. I'm going to have this conversation with myself later at 7:30 <laughs> on your way home. Uh, is Santa having elves ethical? Oh, uh, is it ethical? Yeah, it's not considered slavery. <laughs> well, I guess we don't know if he pays them. Yeah, we don't know if he pays them. There's a 50, for the most part, 50-50 split. 53% said yes, 47% said no. I've always said that. It's like, I can't believe, you know, and I'm a big Christmas guy, and I love Santa, don't get me wrong, but when you break it down and you overanalyze Christmas, it's a really, really horrible holiday. <laughs> like, what else is horrible about it? We, Working the reindeer? We worship a guy that is overweight, refuses to lose weight, so he's unhealthy, mm-hmm. right? Now, I'm not taking away anything from his cardio because obviously that has to be pretty good. He doesn't ask for sugar-free or gluten-free cookies. He's still eating the old school cookies and whole milk, mm-hmm. mind you. He's not lactose intolerant. I will give him this. He's good to the animals because, you know, we leave the carrots and he takes that to the reindeer. But the guy breaks into your house and creeps around at night. That's weird, right? Well, it's and we not- put him over and he employs little people that he takes advantage of, probably bullies him to make the toys so he can look like a hero. You never hear Santa going, thank God for Jimmy the Elf or anything like that. No, no, no. All the elves look extremely happy. Mm -hmm. I've never seen an elf look disgruntled. They're always happy to be there. And Santa's not breaking into your house because people are expecting him. So they know he's coming. It's not a break in. When I go to bed every night, I'm expecting somebody to break into my house. That's why I sleep with a gun. <laughs> yes, he is. So is that okay for them to break into my house? <laughs> going, I live in this world in 2023. It's not going to shock me if somebody breaks in. Yeah, but you're not leaving cookies and milk out for them to invite them to break in. The hell I'm not. I'm just waiting for them to get over that threshold. <laughs> <laughs> he leaves nine millimeters out for him. <laughs> What's the next one? Uh, by the way, according to Merriam-Webster, oh, yes, Carol. <laughs> I was going to back you up with some dictionary terms, too. Uh, Cambridge says that dirty is something that's marked with dirt, mud, or containing something, such as pollution. 
and water is a clear, clear liquid. So a T would be a pollutant of the water. We moved past that already, Nelson. <laughs> it, you can't mess with her with tea. Like, no. spill it, make it, drink it. Anything with tea, she's going to fight you on. She's very... So tea the, is my thing. Yeah. Nikki D spills tea. Nikki D loves sweet tea. You're not going to get me with tea. You Listen, I will challenge you on tea is your thing solely because tea has been my thing since the 80s. You don't even drink it correctly. Um, How does he not drink it correctly? He just makes regular tea, brews it, and puts it in a refrigerator. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's he doing wrong? He adds <laughs> no sugar. Oh, That's not really tea. Well, I drink unsweet tea. I add sweet and low. I don't That's do not that. unsweet tea if you add sweet and low. Well, it's sweetener tea. <laughs> it's not unsweet tea. tea. He so just we- drinks regular old tea. Oh, well, good for you. It. That's actually yeah. better for you. Yeah, it's like uh, uh, I, it all came about because in the 80s you couldn't get free refills on soda. And so I noticed that my dad would always get refills and nobody ever said anything about it. Well, he's getting refills because tea refills were free. And in the Midwest, it's not a lot of sweet tea. Well, 30 years later, still trying to save 79 cents. <laughs> No, they they wouldn't spend it. <laughs> Definition of the cheapest bastard that I know. Nelson. It is a smoothie really just baby food for adults? No. Ooh, that's good. No, because it doesn't have any nutritional value like food does for children. Smoothies just taste good. Yeah, but you've had, you've, you've got a, a, a girl. You fed her mushed up. Apples, apples and peaches and I also right? chewed up food in my mouth and put it in hers. You baby birded her. Yeah. What? Don't look at me like that. That's what you do. That's what parents do when they have little baby kids that can't chew food. You chew it up for them and put it in their mouth. We just That's what ostriches do. <laughs> and that's what people do too. Uh well, I wasn't around for those days, so Exactly. You know, I didn't do that, you're so. you're possibly correct on that. But that's weird, huh? That's not weird. Oh. It's what you have to do when your baby can't chew. So you say smoothie, just baby food for adults? I say no. Yeah, I'd say no, too. And, and why? I've got a reason. Well, I just said it. Um, smoothies are not don't have any nutritional value. They well, just that's not taste true. good. Green no, smoothie? No, nutri- no, smoothies do have nutritional value. That's, that's a horrible way to, to back your play. Smoothies are cold. And baby oh. food is warm? It's not, it's not freezy froze. You know, it's got the little icy chunks. It got ice in it. Well, that does make sense, too. Yeah. Yeah. I like uh, but I, we both agree on this one. Uh, does pizza taste better in a square or a circle? Ooh, a circle. Square. A circle. I'm going to tell you, since I've been out here, a lot of the pizza here is served in squares, and I just don't like it. Like, how it tastes and all that, I don't like it. The one place I love the pizza is at Pete's. It's in a circle. I like it. Mod Pizza does uh, does a circle too. Oh, they do. I yeah. like that one too. Rachel put me on to that. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going circle with you. Mm-hmm. I like because that's how pizza should be. It should be in a circle. Who wants square pizza? And it's funny because something silly like that has nothing to do with the taste. <laughs> somehow affects in my mind. It does. It somehow affects your mind. <laughs> That it tastes, you know. In my mind, it does. That's Absolutely. that's like you know you you've been living with me for for a couple of weeks now. You know, like I can't eat cereal with a plastic spoon. It doesn't taste the same. No, you have to have a certain spoon, and then after you eat the cereal, you wash the bowl and save the spoon and put it on the the sink, and you eat out of the same bowl and spoon. Well, that's just because I'm bachelor living right now. Oh. But I, I I have to eat out of off off a metal spoon when I'm eating my cereal. I can't do the plastic spoon. It just tastes disgusting. You know, like when you're at summer camp and they'll mm-hmm. give you one of those already, you know, just pull up the top and have your raisin bran and then you have the plastic. Scoop it out, yep. Couldn't do it. I'd drink it instead. Really? I drink. I couldn't I couldn't eat out the plastic. Just like a, a cup of milk. 
I can't do it in a plastic solo cup. I can drink anything else in a plastic solo cup. My milk has to be in a glass. I didn't like having to drink milk out of a carton. That paper and it coming across the paper, I couldn't stand it. It just tastes different, right? Mm -hmm, It's just something about it. Yeah. So these are different things from the BuzzFeed. And maybe you can have a, this would be a good, possibly drunk, maybe high conversation later on. Yeah. Because somebody would sit and argue all day about clear being a color and can you smell air. That would be a debate, especially if you were involved. I thought we kind of ended this on a good note. We did. We're just talking about if people did this high. That's what you said. Oh, hi. Yeah. Hi. That's what you said. It's like, <laughs> I want to say it, but I don't want anybody to hear me. Hi. <laughs> 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 Maybe if I say it this way, it won't like come through its speakers. Hi. <laughs> All right. First round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you who's taking porn from Utah and what a terrified teacher found in the trash. All right. Two big stories from today. Get your first round of headlines here in just a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. BS. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all about it, baby. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Headlines. All right, here we go. First round of headlines. Nikki D, please. Pornhub has something up their sleeves for Utah. H1. I got to tell you, this is a this is a woozy. Uh, you know, I think that a lot of teens are actually probably addicted to porn, so I can see what they're doing here. Uh, at the same time, you know, I guess when you log on to this thing, and you have to what, put your upload your ID. Is yeah. that what they're saying? Yeah. Well, you know, they have this real ID that's coming for the government in order to fly, and so now you're telling me I have to upload that in order to get a rise in my Levi's. I thought that was so inappropriate for him to say on TV. Is that, is that the news? That's a newscaster. Who yes. is that guy? Uh, he's in Louisiana. <laughs> he's like trying to be the be cool. Hey, yeah. yeah, I can't get fly in my Levi's. Like, fly, what? Right? No, a rise in my a rise in my Levi's. That's what he said. And I was just like, oh my gosh, how yeah. inappropriate. Sexy talk. <laughs> on Wednesday, uh, Utah is going to pass a new age verification law, and it's going to go into effect. And basically, it's going to mandate that anybody that um, accesses the Pornhub website would have to show their ID. Any any porn websites, actually. But Pornhub is against this for whatever reason in Utah, and I can't figure out what the reason is. So what they're doing is banning Pornhub. So if you live in Utah, after tomorrow, you will not be able to access the website. Wait, Pornhub has a problem with it because they don't believe that they should have to upload their ID. Right. But they do it already in other states. No, no, no. I'm asking you questions. Is yeah. That, that, so that's that's the issue. Yeah, that's what they're saying. The issue is because they're saying uh, for security reasons, people giving you their your, their identity to upload it to put into the system. So this is no different. Like if we want to live in a digital world, you've got to do things that you would do in the real world in a digital world. Mm-hmm. And yes, it might to the rise in Levi's news guy in Louisiana, <laughs> you know, who's not even in Utah, which doesn't affect him at all. Right. I mean, like if you're having kids go to these websites and they need to be protected because they're not. And of course, kids are going to go there. like we have to budge a little bit. I agree. Even if that. it, uh, you know, you're. If your identity is going to get stolen, it's going to get stolen with the 50 other things that you've uploaded your ID for. I agree with making some type of parameter be put in place so that kids can't just easily go get porn. But they're saying that they feel like porn is causing psychological issues with kids. I don't necessarily agree with that because, I mean, I watched porn when I was a kid and I wasn't supposed to. And I feel like I'm fine. But you didn't have the Internet to watch the porn. No, I watched it at home. 
No, I know. But what I, <laughs> people have internet at home, believe it or not. What I'm right. talking about is you you swapped VHS tapes. Right. Right. Yeah. You didn't so, have it on your phone. I didn't have it on my phone. Right. You didn't have it on your computer. You didn't have it as accessible mm-hmm. as they have it now. That's why I say I do agree with them putting a law or something in place. But I still feel like kids are going to watch it anyway is what I'm saying. Yeah, but you have to, like, I guess this is where I get weird and people don't understand me because I don't lean that way and I don't lean this way. And you have to, if you believe in something, lean a certain way. And it's just, it's common sense for me. And and I want to, like, like the gun thing, I'm very much pro-gun, but I'm also very much pro-background check. Absolutely. Be- because as a responsible firearm, it is embarrassing to watch these nut jobs go out there and do what they do getting these firearms when they should have never had them. But the argument there is the same here. Well, we don't need to be on a list. We don't need to. You're already on a list, dude. Like You're already there. <laughs> if you think that you're not already on a list or people don't know your information. They have it. And you can be the guy that says, oh, I'm off the grid all you want. No. Do you have a driver's license? You're on a list. Do you have a Safeway membership? You're on a list. Do you have a telephone number? You're on a list. You're on a list. And when I mean a list, I'm not talking about Schindler's. I'm talking about a list as far as like (laughs) people know who you are. You're registered. You're part of the system. People can type in your address now and see your front door. So I don't mind there being... Uh, an age restriction on porn if it keeps kids off because the other thing that goes along with that because of porn so accessible now i know the goofy thing is like yeah porn porn's awesome everybody should watch porn everybody here's the thing is all these kids because sex education a lot of it's not being taught in schools at least how it used to be no and you know the trial and error is not what it used to be either like i learned to make out by kissing the tiles in the shower you know yeah that's another story this is weird i I learned i learned i learned to humpty hump from my uncle's couch, <laughs> put my little pee pee in between the couch cushions, but that that was the trial and error of the day. Now you just go on a point, and you think that's what sex is. You think that's what making love is. Is this guy with four different girls and <laughs> screams and moans and whips and chains and candles and nips and all that stuff? <laughs> but you still even think that's what it is when you get into the groove of things. People still try to mimic. Porn. You've got to learn to get to that point. It's just not right out of the gates. Mm-hmm. When you're watching these kids watching the porn, this is right out of the gates. They think that they're, you know, casting couch material. <laughs> right? I mean, it's I can... definitely influential. I can tell you that right yeah, now. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It's absolutely. without it. Anyway, all right, spend too much time on this. What's your next one? When going to the trash, be very careful. H2. But if a black bear approaches you, you want to try and scare it off. So pull out your bear spray, put your arms in the air, and make yourself as big as possible. If you have trekking poles, you can hold those up as well. Make a lot of noise and start backing away slowly. Never turn your back on a bear and never run. Those two words is exactly what a principal did in West Virginia when he went out to the trash can to open it up for something and a big black bear jumped out. The bear ran one way, the principal ran the other way, and it's one of the most hilarious videos ever. He put this rod over the trash to try to keep bears out because I guess it's an ongoing problem in West Virginia. But the bear was able to slide in the trash can even with the bar on it. So when you watch the surveillance, the bear's just sliding in and out of trash all weekend eating. And then I guess he took a nap in there. <laughs> well, when the bear gets out of the dumpster, it's funny. You'd, like you're going, oh, my God, is the bear going to chase him? The no. bear kind of gives him this look like, dude, what are you doing in my dumpster? <laughs> right. <laughs> it's hilarious. And it's a big-ass bear, yes, too, right? Yes, it is not a small and bear. He, he, was, he was pretty close to the guy, but he kind of looks at him and like, 
Dude, what's your problem? <laughs> I get out of here. They both ran in opposite directions. Yeah, I like it with Betty. Like Betty. <laughs> so they tell you if a bear is in your presence not to run, but I'm out of there. Oh, you were your bear. bear rah, rah. Right. No way. I'm doing exactly what that principal did. You're supposed to make yourself big. I'm out. Yeah, there's a there's a video I saw the other day. There's this, if you want a good uh, YouTube um, handle to follow, it's called Crazy Clips. Mm-hmm. They have the just the crazy, well, crazy clips. They have just nutty, nutty video footage. I remember seeing one of, I, th- I think I saw this on there. The guy, uh, a bear broke into his house and started coming upstairs and started charging at him. Whoa. And the guy, I think, had one of those judge guns, you know, those the big ones. It's yeah. like a shotgun revolver, uh-huh. you know, and just blew it away. You know, That's what I would have done if I had one. Any of those. other gun's not going to work. No, you're going to make it upset. But yeah, the bear just, he just walked in the house like it was a dude. It's like I'm coming Sheesh. to get you. Start going up the stairs. The guy's like, and it was oh, dark. He didn't know what it was. It. So I think he thought it was a person. And he starts still. I would have shot it if I didn't know what it was. Still blown away. Definitely would have shot it if I knew it was a bear. All right, uh, you want Aerosmith tickets? I got that. They're with the Black Crows. It's going to be a phenomenal show. This is their farewell tour. It's called Peace Out. December 1st, Chase Center, courtesy of Live Nation. What's it called? Peace out. <laughs> just want you to say it again. Oh. I love that he throws the peace sign out, too. <laughs> Backwards. Drape Kool-Aid. No. No? No. Deuces up. No. <laughs> Two fingers. <laughs> That's what you got. Two fingers. <laughs> Is that cool? Sorry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Chopsticks, <laughs> rock, no. paper, scissors. See, now you go too far. Yeah, uh, so we got Aerosmith tickets. That's one of the prizes. Or if you win, you can take Bruise and Burbs passes at Sunrise Marketplace. These aren't any passes. They're VIP passes. VIP. And you get to hang out with uh, Nikki D and Nelson. This also included is uh, designated driver pass. So you're getting free snacks and free drinks and all kinds of stuff. I so. know, and that just rhymed. VIP with Nikki D. Ooh, I'm ooh. sure that's how they plan the whole promotion. <laughs> All right, the game is called Order Up. Uh, I need two players. Nikki D will help both of y'all out. And what we're going to do is play you a piece of audio. Within that piece of audio, there are three pieces of audio labeled A, B, and C. There's different categories, which I will give you. You'll have about 60 seconds to order them up, oldest to newest. Very, very simple stuff, right? 916-909-0985. I see that you're lining up. I appreciate that. We'll do Order Up here in just a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Welcome back. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There's Nelson, Aerosmith, and Black Crows. Those tickets up for grabs. Or you can go hang out with Nikki D and Nelson for Brews and the Burbs at Sunrise Marketplace. That'll be fun. VIP. (laughs) VIP with Nikki D. Yeah. As the promotion was pitched, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) At least that's what I'm being told. Uh, Is this Michelle in Sassoon City? It is. How are you, Michelle? Um, nervous as heck. Oh, why are you nervous? What's wrong? I desperately, desperately want to see Aerosmith. They canceled twice when I had tickets to see them. They're my white whale. Really? Great white buffalo, huh? Exactly. What's your favorite Aerosmith song? Uh, Dream On. Oh, my God. Uh, it, yeah. it gets me no matter how many times I've heard it. Do you start to cry? I don't cry. I just feel it in my soul. Oh, wow. Mm, I'd that love, is deep. I'd love to see your soul feel. <laughs> <laughs> Who'd win in a fight, Stephen Tyler or Joe Perry? Joe Perry. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Yeah. All right, you're ready. Josh in Folsom, how are you, buddy? 
You know, I'm kind of nervous now. I kind of want her to win. Oh, <laughs> well, oh wow. If you, tank, if you tank the game, just make it entertaining, all right? Uh, so the game is called Order Up, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, I'll play a piece of audio. Within that audio, there are three pieces of audio labeled A, B, and C. I'll give you the category, and then you and Nikki D, for both of you, will have to order them up oldest to newest. Michelle, do we understand? I think so. Josh? Let's do it. All right, Michelle, you'll go first. The first category is bankruptcies. Okay. Bankruptcies. Here we go. A1. Five electronic projects brought to reality with this science fair kit. Astonishing, perhaps, but you can find it for Christmas for $17.95 in a place that's known as C. The home goods retailer, famous for those big blue 20% off coupons, is closing its doors for good. All right, 60 seconds, you two. Michelle, Nikki D, order them up. Bankruptcies. Okay, so A was Toys R Us. Yes. B. Um, I think is Radio Shack. Um, not 100% sure Bobby. C is Bed, Bath, and Beyond. We know that just happened. That just happened, right. So if we got to go oldest, I would say B, Radio Shack, because I think that's what that was. Then I'd say A, Toys R Us was next, and we know Bed, Bath, and Beyond just filed for bankruptcy, which would be C. So I would say B, A, C. All right, Michelle, I'm, you agree? I, I'm on the, I'm, I agree with her 100%. Okay. All right, BAC is what we're going with, yes? That's what we're going with. This is big, it's big for Michelle right now. I know, that's why I feel nervous. <laughs> this <sighs> one I think was easy, though. I think I got this in the bag. You're going to stick with this? I'm sticking with it. Michelle, do you want to change anything? Uh, as long as she's got the order right, because I, I, as far as what companies went bankrupt first, I could fully agree with her. Radio Shack, okay. uh, then right. Toys R Us, then Bed Bath. BAC is what you got. That is correct. Let's go. Hello. I'm on, right? All right, Michelle. All right, Josh, here we go. Your turn to tank the game for Michelle. <laughs> the category is Olympians. Olympians. Okay. Olympians. Olympians. All right, here we go. B1. Not only did he win four Olympic gold medals in Berlin, he glowed with the spirit of the Olympic Games. B. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Is the fastest man on the planet. 9.63. C. Five individual events he's swimming for the U.S. in these Olympics. This is one of the three, Rowdy, that he absolutely owned. All right, it should be pretty easy. Olympians, Josh, Nikki D, order them up. Who'd you have for A, Josh? Oh, I don't think I'm going to have to tank it. She might win this. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I I have no clue on A or B. C is pretty obvious who who that is. So it just says somebody that won four medals for A. Um, I didn't catch what they won the medals for. B was Hussein Bolt because it's the fastest man that's a runner. And then C was Michael Phelps. So because I'm not sure who A is and you aren't either, I'm going to just say A might be the oldest one. And then mm, did Bolt come before Michael? I, we, I, I think it's going to be ABC. I definitely ABC? think you're right on the Yeah, Bolt might have came before Michael Phelps. So, yeah, we'll just do ABC. A, a- B, C is your answer. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. 
That is incorrect. <gasps> Michelle for the steal. All right, Michelle. Do, do you know who A was? <laughs> um, well, all I got was Berlin, and the Berlin Olympics were like 100 years ago or 90 years ago. Okay, so then that um, is the oldest. The the rest, I, I big question mark. I, I don't know. Okay, so, so we'll maybe keep ACB. I don't yeah, <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. Maybe we'll keep A as the oldest then, and we'll just flip Michael Phelps, which is C. So AC and then B, Hussein Bolt being the newest. So we'll do ACB. ACB. Yeah, that is correct. Jesse Owens, 1938, Phelps, 2004, and I'm assuming these are when they won? Uh, they were when they first started in the Olympics. First started in the Olympics. 2012 is Usain Bolt. And 2012 is Usain Bolt. There we go. Okay, so. All right, so uh, Michelle, you're up 2-0, and the board is yours. All right? Oh, man. Wait, there's more? I'm not done? No. We got another hour and a half for this, Michelle. <laughs> Okay, the next category, SNL cast members. Oh. She's excited, Nikki. <laughs> Yay, let's go. All right, here we go. C1. Yo soy el niño. For those of you who don't habla espanol, el niño is Spanish for the niño. I would like to feed your fingertips to feed your fingertips to the Wolverines. To the Wolverines. Three people in New Jersey were arrested on charges of running a prostitution ring at a senior citizen housing complex. Workers at the complex became suspicious when they heard a man yelling, Bingo! And it wasn't bingo night. Uh, I'm assuming this is based off of the audio you just heard and when it aired on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Okay. All right. Order them up. Nikki D. Michelle. Michelle, um, are, are you, like, positive on any of these? Yes. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Um, we had Chris Farley. Uh, who As was A? Early 90s. Was that A? And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Chris um, Farley And then the guy from A. Taxi whose name escapes me at the moment. Um, is B? Because uh, I had Jim Carrey so, for B. No? Oh, nope. It's not Jim Carrey? Nope, 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 nope. That was, um, oh, gosh, what's his name? Anyway, he's the oldest. So I'm pretty sure it's B-A-C. B-A-C, because um, C was Amy. I do know that. I can't remember her yeah. last name, but I know her name, Amy. Fisher. Amy Poehler. It is not Amy Fisher. <laughs> okay, so you're saying B, um, the guy we can't remember his name, and then A, Chris Farley, and then C is Amy, right? Fisher. Yeah. <laughs> it's not Amy Fisher. B-A-C, is that what you're going with? B-A-C. All right, before I give yeah. you the answer, let's first get a couple things straightened out. Jim Carrey, not Saturday Night Live. Right. Okay. Andy Kaufman, not Saturday Night Live. Oh. But BAC is correct. Oh, who was that? John Belushi is Saturday Night Live. 1975, the year of our Lord that I was born. A, the late great, both late great, Chris Farley, 1990. And C, Amy Poehler, 2001. Amy Poehler and Tina Fey, hilarious yes. together. Yes, love them. And Amy Fisher. Amy <laughs> Fisher. <laughs> Long Island Lolita. All right, Josh, here's the deal, bro. I appreciate if you're tanking. Well, you've only gone once, so here you got to get this right in order to stay in the game. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm not trying to get skunked here. I, I want at least one. Point. Yeah, at least one. And this is right up in your squisher. I got a feeling this is music. Okay. This is music. Very simple stuff. Not maybe so much for your partner, Josh, but for you, probably you're going to kill this. 
All right, here we go. D1. Sixty seconds. All right. What? Really, Josh? <laughs> like you don't even know these songs? Come well, on. Here's the thing. So I'm trying to think of. C, a B, is A was B. never let your light shine down. Who sings that song? Oh, 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 never let your light shine down. Who sings that song? Oof. I nope, don't know that. Wow. I know oh the song. Gosh. I know the artist. Okay, I, I know the I know the song. I don't know what year it came out though. Mm. Um. Yeah. Okay, B. They were singing about dragging to the grave. Mm. Yeah, that, that that that's rage. And then last is red rage. hot chili peppers. Okay, and I see. I knew red hot chili peppers because I learned that you know here. Scottish so, version of the band, the red hot, red chili, hot chili peppers. peppers. <laughs> okay, so out of what you do know, which is the rage, which is B, and red hot chili peppers, which is C. Do you Under know which one bridge. of those came first? Is it the artist or the song that came first? Song. The song. It's a song. Yeah. I think Never Let Your Light Shine Down might be newer. It's the longest title that. of a song ever. Oh, <laughs> Fiona Apple titled down. it. I think that's A. So, okay, if we're just going to guess, because I don't think you know either. I, Red Hot Chili Peppers have been around a very long time, so I'll put them first as C, and then let's put, uh, you said Rage as B, and Never Let Your Light Shine Down A. So I say C, B, A. You're killing me. You are absolutely, <laughs> stop talking. I know the song. <laughs> You're killing me. Sheesh. All right, what do you want to go with, Josh? Uh, C, B, A is what Nikki said. Let's, Nikki said, uh, one more time, what did she say? C, B, A, yeah. B, C, A. B, C, A. Ooh, change you it up a bit. You don't even know the stuff. You, you want to stick with that? <laughs> Do I want to stick with it? Yes, Josh. <laughs> um, uh, Three. BNC is the one that's pushed me up. Let's do BCA. BCA. There you go. Nicely done. That's wrong. <laughs> Michelle for the steal and for the win. I think it's under the bridge came first. So I think C-A-B. Because B is the one that I don't know so well, but I know under the bridge is oldest. What's so C-A-B. We- C-A-B. She doesn't need your help. A-B. Okay, you're going with Cap. All right. Josh, you could still possibly be in this game if she... Is that what you want to go with, C-A-B? I'm locking it in. Locking it in. Yep, very good. Nicely done. Oh, she's right. Yeah, she's right. She's a winner. (laughs) Josh, nicely done, sir. You tanked well. I believed everything you did. Hey, thank you, Bailey. I appreciate that. You're a good man, Charlie Brown. All right. Thank you, sir. Uh, let's let's straighten this out real quick before we end this conversation because you were scratching my soul. <laughs> Your collective one? It is George's own collective soul with Shine as A, 1993. See, I told you I knew that song. And it's heaven that's letting its light shine down. Yeah. B, Sleep Now in the Fire, Rage Against the Machine. And then Under the Bridge, Red Hot Chili Peppers. That's C. So it was C, Under the Bridge, Chili Peppers, 91, Shine, Collective Soul, 93, Rage, at 99. Got it. 
No, you don't. Yes, I do. Not even close. <laughs> Said. It's like the title of the song. So they're like shine down with the, the shine down going to the grocery store. I said never let your light shine. Down. Never let your light shine down in the grocery store when you when you're doing the back aisle forward you pick up the, some of the trail mix. It's the longest title ever. So I think that's the latest of the earliest of the ones. I think the late of the Usain Bolt. Michelle, who are you taking with you to Aerosmith? My wonderful husband. Uh, yeah, how wonderful is he? Is he going to dance with you? Um, I think once he gets home and I tell him I won these, I'm going to get some kind of gift. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. What kind of gi- what kind of giffy giffy? Well, look at you, you little floozy. What kind of <laughs> what kind of gift do you want, Michelle? Um, not safe for radio. Oh. <laughs> You're talking about relations, aren't you? I am. And you not are, just any relationship. Michelle's trying to get a little pornography. <laughs> <laughs> she has a special Here, here's what. Here's what you do. Let me tell you what, guy. How long y'all been married? Eight years. Eight years. Pull it down for a second. I will. Uh, eight years. Okay, so it's a fairly new relationship. You've been married before, right? Uh, oh, gosh. Yeah, but 20 years ago. Yeah. And I was. But he and I have been together 14 years, going okay. on 15. Okay, that's, we didn't get married for a long time. That's right. That's right. I'm not judging. I actually think everybody should be married and divorced one time in their life. It's, it's, I, I did that. It, and you, you did the right thing. Everybody should get divorced once. So if you're in your first marriage, get divorced as soon as possible. <laughs> get into your second one because you're going to be so much happier. I always equate it to your first car. Nobody keeps their first car, right? It's like your first marriage. Never keep it. Anyway, so here's the deal. Let me tell you what your husband wants. And I don't even know the guy. This is what you do. You got some sexy PJs? Of course. Okay. Like silky sexy? Like what's he into? Um, I, I kind of have everything that runs the gamut. He's into whatever I let him see. Okay. Ooh. So 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 get pick something else, something nice out, right? But mm-hmm. I but I want you to dress up like a guy. Okay. I want I want you to like put a little fake mustache on, but look sexy. You sound like a beautiful woman, look sexy, but dress up like a guy and just wait for him to walk into the bedroom, right? And he's going to go, what in the Sam hell's going on here? And go, would you say this dude looks like a lady? Oh, my God. <laughs> right? You know? And, and he's going to be like, huh? And go, because that's where we're going. Compliments of the BS and 98 Rock. <laughs> and, and start you. playing it. Yeah. And then you can have relations. This is the first time and probably the only time you'll ever be able to have relations with your husband with a fake goatee. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh right i mean think about it there's no other time you plan on doing this you'd not even have this idea if it weren't for me i i will um i'll work on that after we hang up i'll see what i have in my uh little goodie bag right. <laughs> uh, it didn't have if we don't get pictures it didn't happen no no <laughs> and now here's the here's the caveat to this though if he likes it too much then we got questions and now she's going to be working on her second divorce. Well, you got to care if you got a brother, he might be. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. You know what I'm saying? No. All right, Michelle, you're a good sport. We appreciate you listening to the program. Congratulations. We'll get your information <sighs> here, you. okay? Hang on for a second. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. So the other tickets we'll give away with uh, my first clue for what I found in Nelson's belly button. Oh, I can't wait. Also, uh, when we return, this is pretty cool for people like my mother, who's 76. I bought her a car. She loves it because it has roll-down windows. Car companies are finding out that everybody likes the same stuff. They want the OG stuff back. I'll explain that here in a minute, too. It's the BS on 98 Rock. All right, you want to know what's in Nelson's belly button today? I do. All right, because we've gotten, like, tons of prizes, thanks to Megan and our amazing 
promotions team here at 98 Rock. They just have loaded us up on good stuff to give out. Uh, so for the next couple days, i got to figure out another way to give away these prizes. So I've just been digging in Nelson's belly button, which is <laughs> just a, a cave of, of fun stuff. Uh, yesterday, what did we pull out yesterday? Oh, Michael Jackson's, Michael Jackson's glove. Yeah. By the way, I guess I should probably just to make it very, very clear. It was a, a replica. It wasn't. An, it wasn't. It wasn't the original. It wasn't an original glove. We don't so. have that kind of dough. I don't want to lie to anybody and think that I actually had Michael Jackson's glove. <laughs> you want to clear that a, up? Yeah, I want to clear that up. So you don't think that I'm a fibber. <laughs> Uh, again, if you guess what is in Nelson's belly button today, you'll get these VIP tickets plus a designated driver ticket for the brews and the burbs at Sunrise Marketplace with Nikki D and Nelson. They'll both be out there Saturday, May 20th from 4 until 8. It's going to be a, an amazing day of food and fun and music and drinks and so on and so forth. So here's your first clue. And you can call throughout the afternoon if you just want to guess. Feel free. You can guess. Maybe you'll get lucky. Who knows? Guess as many times as you like. But here's the first clue. You ready? Oh, yeah. Give me a, yeah, give me a. What's in Nelson's belly button? Ugh. All right. Here's your first clue. You ready? Mm-hmm. You must be a big fan of his knees to know this. You must be a big fan of his knees. A big fan of his knees. To know this. That's your first clue. That's all I'm saying right now. Big fan of his knees. Hmm. What's in Nelson's belly button? That's good. Yeah, you like that one. I huh? like that one. Did you write it down? I wrote it down. Right. I'm going to put you it on you have any guesses? Somebody's knees? If you wouldn't have said his, I would have said Megan Thee Stallion. <laughs> yeah, because that's my first. That's where my head goes for me. <laughs> I hope I pull out Megan Thee Stallion out of Nelson's belly button. <laughs> I, I know I said I was going to bring this car thing up. I'm going to push it back. I, I've just been getting so many notifications on what's going on uh, UC Davis. So they're like the, the the article I pulled up on the B, the Sacramento B, is that uh, it says Davis stabbings are likely the work of a local serial killer. Yeah, that's what I've been seeing too over the past couple of days, and, and now today it's a third person I think has been stabbed. Yeah, a woman in critical condition after the third Davis stabbing in five days, and so police officers are rotating a twelve-hour shift uh, on and off campus, I guess, over there. And that's where I stayed that time. Where in Davis? Remember yeah. when I went and stayed at the wrong hotel? <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. So night classes at UC Davis to go remote, of course, in response to these stabbings, they've tweaked up their schedule, whatever schedule that might be. They also said that the uh, the the vans to expand the safe, they have a safe ride program. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just pretty serious stuff. It is somebody just walking around stabbing people randomly. That is very scary. You know, especially if you know. So what this reminds me of is like the Bundy stuff back in the day. You know, I mean, I, I don't remember it because I was a kid. I, think. I don't even remember what year that was. But, you know, like the I do remember there when I was a kid, maybe it was the Bundy stuff. But I remember there was like the fear of, you know, all these killings and these stabbings or something like there was a serial. I, I don't remember. It can't have been the Bundy stuff. What was that? Was it 80? Let me see what year that During was. During the 70s and possibly earlier is when Ted Bundy was actually on the prowl. There was something else that it was in or around where I was at, and I just remember people locking their doors. And I can't even remember where I lived at the time. But this has got to be terrifying for these people that live, you know, especially kids on campus. 
You know what I mean? Exactly. Having to go back and forth with the class, you don't know what's going on. If somebody's going to jump out somewhere and just stab you, how would you even be able to sit in class and focus like on your schoolwork? This is all I'd be worried about. Well, what? You got summer classes now, right? Or no, I guess. Uh, no, they're still in. They're still in session. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. UC Davis officials said there would be six private armed security guards on campus overnight, along with 12 police officers patrolling. UC Davis Police Chief Joseph Faro uh, said the department is getting help from police departments from the University of California, Berkeley, and UC San Francisco. Uh, this is an all-hands-on-deck. I believe the FBI is involved as well. I think I read that. Uh, or they're going to be involved. Um, the chances this from the B, the chances that these cases are not linked is very small, said Mark Sarif, Sar- Sar- Sarik a former Davis police detective and investigator at the FBI, uh, FBI's Behavioral Analysis Unit. That's the stuff from, uh, the like, the TV show, Criminal CSI? Minds. Oh, yeah. Criminal Minds. Yeah. Yes, That's, absolutely. That guy's job is, I mean, probably horrible, but for the outsider, the TV watcher is badass. Yeah, you got to yes. figure out why the criminal is thinking the way they do and what their next move's going to be. You think I'm good at profiling people. These guys right there. They like, blow you out the water. Can you imagine me, this dude's wife? <laughs> and like trying to keep a secret from him <laughs> nope like Chris, christmas time christmas is a suck like mm-hmm. christmas father's days birthdays must just be absolutely horrible this this guy's probably never had a surprise party thrown for him no nope, right. tell <laughs> exactly what you're gonna do next uh, he said one of the things here is we don't uh really have a motive davis is a relatively small community and it's very likely these cases are linked by definition he said two or more homicides Homicides separated by time are serial killings. The nature of the killings are added to the gravity of the case. The first two victims died of multiple stab wounds uh, after being attacked in city parks. The third was a homeless woman stabbed multiple times through her tent. Yep. And she was in critical condition as of today. That's just so scary. And then stabbing is so brutal. Like, I think getting shot, you kind of don't feel it. You're out. But somebody stabbing you, that is brutal. Well, and they, it's personal. That's what they say, right? The stabbings, anytime yeah. anytime somebody stabs somebody, especially multiple times, it's mm-hmm. personal. It's personal because they got to get so close to you. And they're angry. And, up, and it's hard to put a knife through bone, believe it or not. But we haven't seen a serial killer type of situation in a very long time, right? Yeah. I can't, I'm trying to think of when the last time a serial killer was like, out nationwide and you wonder you wonder like why 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 was there a run of serial killers you know the 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 john wayne gacy's the Mm -hmm. bundy's uh those types of people back in you know the 70s and 80s Mm -hmm. the guy from atlanta right that that killed all the the black children Um, oh yeah down in downtown atlanta area yeah that was a huge that was one of the worst serial cases serial killer cases of all time well, one of the reasons they say we don't see them as much now is because of guys like that in the BAU, like TV, right, the behavioral unit, because we have better techniques of tracking and finding killers before they've had an opportunity to become a serial murderer. Oh, yeah, DNA, stuff like that. But when, when you watch these shows or these documentaries about these serial killers, they don't bring up what would be the conversation today about mental health. Like, you ever watch, like, something on Bundy or something like, yeah, you know, well, his mental, like, those words are never spoken, at least that I've heard of. Because back then, it, mental health wasn't what it is today. But so, you could but you could analyze them from today's standards. Of course they have mm. mental health issues. But it's not talked about. But today, somebody does something crazy like this, it's always just the, the fault is, 
oh, they were they were lonely or they had bad parents or nobody talked to them at school. There's always an excuse. But I heard them bring up mental health when they were doing the Jeffrey Dahmer like doctor Dahmer's series. another one. Yeah, like they they said mental health a lot when they were describing his issues. It all comes from the parents. They mm-hmm. they definitely try to blame his parents as well. Uh, every single one of them. It always comes from the parents. Well, his mom kind of left him at home t- completely by himself with no parents. So I I would put some blame on her for sure. My mom left me at home by myself a lot of times too. I mean, I didn't turn out to be a serial. Not, I like cereal, but not, I'm not leaving a you at home to go to work. The lady moved out of the house and left him in there by himself. Uh-huh. Yeah, my mom. That's moved a out. totally different. <laughs> Your mom did not move out <laughs> and leave you home by yourself. Okay. Now she might have left you on parks and in amusement parks and stuff for some hours, but she didn't leave you and never come back. You don't know my truth. I do know your truth because <laughs> you told it to truth. me. <laughs> You're ridiculous. I definitely know. This is different. I've been living on my own since I was eight. No, you have not. Yeah. <laughs> oh and let God. me tell you something I do know. Even even if your mom was I didn't around. tell you about prostituting myself throughout the years. Oh, now you're a prostitute? Money. I had to make food money. Get out of here. I made a lot of money. I was good. No, you weren't. You've already said however many years that I've known you that you're horrible. Now you're good in bed after being horrible all these years? Well, you undersell and over-deliver. Right, yeah. You disagree with him. You don't even know what he's talking about. <laughs> you just said, yeah. He could have just said anything. Well, whatever he said was correct. <laughs> but you don't know what it is. I didn't hear a word he said. I know you didn't. I can tell by the look on your face. <laughs> yeah. So I, I get it. Right. That's my truth. <sighs> That's not your truth. And luckily, you're not a serial killer. So good to go. That's what my point was. I went through the same stuff. You did not go through the same stuff as these people did, though. Yes, you were left home sometimes by yourself. So was I. But you weren't abandoned. I was. No, you were not. Stop saying that. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't even live by woods. Yeah, I grew up in the Amazon. You lived in Florida. There's a part of Florida that looks like the Amazon. No. (laughs) (laughs) My mom left me at Rainforest Cafe. Twice, two shows, Rainforest Cafe. I don't even think the place is in business anymore. All right. Well, be careful if you're over there. If you know anything, feel free to give us a call if you're worried or you've gotten some type of information that we don't have. Love to hear it. Uh, 916-909-0985. But that's that's scary. Serious now. That's freaky and scary, especially so close to home. All right. Second round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you who can attend Planet Fitness for free and who went on a strike today. All right. Get you all that here in just a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. All right, Nikki D, you're going to have to give me a second. I gotcha. Scotty, how are you? Good, how about you? Good, 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 good. All right, you got a guess for what I pulled out of Nelson's belly button? I do, actually. Um, So, from the clues that you gave, you said two key words, which is bee's knees. I didn't say bee's knees. I said you must be a big fan of his knees to know this. Well, I took that at a point and said, okay, cool. Let's go back in the day during the Prohibition era, mm-hmm. and one of the main drinks back then was gin. Yeah. So what does that have to do with knees? <laughs> well, at some point you said bees, and then but you ha- it sounded like you had a um, – sounded like you had a – Stroke? <laughs> no, 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 sir. I'm going to tell you right now. I appreciate the call, but uh, gin is not not it. I did not say bees. If I did, I was having a stroke. Uh, you must be. The first clue was you must be a big fan of his knees to know. So I've got more clues. So just stand by. In about 20 minutes, I'll give you another one. Okay. 
All right, sounds good. All right, thank you, Scotty. We'll see ya. You put that together real good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I drink anything. Now, I know that there was liquid in there when I looked last time. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about Nelson's belly button, but I don't know if I drink it. I definitely wouldn't. But uh, it would be, probably be in the whole bottle. The whole bottle could fit in there. Yeah, well, the whole distillery. Yeah. <laughs> don't sell me short. Could fit in there. All right, second round of headlines. Go ahead, please. Planet Fitness invites teens to work out for free. H3. And it's a way to help teens with their mental and physical health. Yeah, strength and conditioning teacher at Granville High School said the opportunity will benefit dozens of his students. He said it's a great way to keep them engaged without a financial burden and another chance for them to make their health a top priority. Planet Fitness, who has more members than any other fitness brand, and I did not know that. Really? Yeah. They announced the return of high school summer pass program. It's a program that they started. This is now year three. If you have a child between the ages of 14 to 19, they're able to work out for free in any of their 2,400 locations. That's for the United States and Canada. It's going to start May 15th and go all the way through August 31st. That's perfect. That's my, awesome. My daughter will be here at that time and she gets a I could save me a few dollars over the summer. Yep, you can go ahead now onto planetfitness.com slash summer pass and go ahead and get them registered and signed up. That's phenomenal. It is. I just now, if you're like a big kid and you lift a lot of weights, this might not be your thing. Uh, what? Because I work out over there, at Planet Fitness. I go back before between. I haven't decided whether I'm going to be a Planet Fitness guy or a Crunch guy. Because I, I was thought a, you decided on Planet Fitness. Here's the problem: they don't have a lot of weights. Like it's um, they have they only have like one two forty five pound plates per Smith machine. And so, like, there's an odd number. So if you want to put two plates on each side or, God forbid, you put three, they, like, deter you from lifting a lot of weight. Okay. So how much do you want to lift? Well, sometimes I can't find – I mean, it, it, I know it makes it sound like I'm strong or something. But <laughs> I'm just trying to figure Maybe it that's out. their gimmick is, like, they want you to feel like there's not enough weights in the gym. I don't know. But, like, this this morning I was doing squats. And, you know, I don't do a lot. I do, you know, 225 or something, and I do reps of 15-ish. But I, they didn't have the weights on the machine. So I had to go next door, and somebody was using it. And then I had to go next door to that one. And then there was, like, only one. So I had to find it. And there's no other place in the gym to find it. It's very frustrating. Okay. You go to Crunch, they got plenty of weights. But what? I just don't know the vibe over there. What do you mean you don't know the but vibe? But the GM was very, very sweet. I don't know. I'm very confused right now. <laughs> you sound confused. I don't know where to get picked. <laughs> Hollywood is on strike, and some of your shows go dark. H4. Around 11,000 film and TV writers, represented by the Writers Guild of America, walked out after failing to reach a new contract. Along with NBC's The Tonight Show and Comedy Central's Daily Show, ABC's Jimmy Kimmel Live all made plans for reruns through this week. So the Writers Guild of America has finally gone on strike. This has been ramping up for the last few months where if they couldn't come to a decision with the negotiations, which they want to be paid better wages, they want less thinly staffed writing rooms, and they want shorter exclusive contracts and reworking of residual pay because with the streaming and all that going on, residual pay is not what it used to be. They could not come to agreement, so they're on strike. Yeah, so a lot of your shows, like you said, I think you said you'll go yeah, dark. Yeah, they're going to go dark. They're yeah. going to be playing reruns. They're going to be playing reruns. You know, and, and you know, we, we might talk about this a little bit later on because last time they went on strike, a lot of things came out uh, from the strike. Yeah. Some good, some bad. But if I'm, you know, like a Fallon or a Kimmel or or any of these late night talk shows, I'm I'm going without writers. 
Because some of them have radio. You know, Kimmel's got a radio background. Mm-hmm. He's got a West Coast radio background. He could totally pull it off. Just go on there and just do a, I mean, you're not going to have all the bells and whistles, but you can go on there and easily fill an hour and a half. To your point, those were the shows that were the best of the writer's strike. Right. The broadcasters can do this. The Letterman's can do this. Leno's couldn't, but the Letterman's mm-hmm. could do it. Kimmel could do it. Fallon, maybe not. Uh, but just go on there and give your audience something that they're not used to. That's what I would do. But didn't you say TV's a lot more like stricter with them, and that's why people have to give them all the stuff they do? Yeah, but these guys are pros. I mean, mm-hmm. like they they know what to do. I mean, Kimmel's phenomenal. He 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 knows what to do. Right. Uh, but he, my point is, is that if you have a broadcast background, mm-hmm. you know how to talk without a writer. You know how to talk without a teleprompter. You know how to talk without yep. a script. You know, that's why I have the utmost respect for anybody that's behind a microphone, whether you're my competition or not, or like me or not, or whatever the case may be. It's just, it takes a lot to be able to do this for a living. Yes, it does. You know? People think it's easy and it is not. And, 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 and people that have transitioned into that higher level of television like Kimmel has, um, you know, he can easily do it. But that's, you're going to give your, you're going to be the only guy on television. And it's going to be a, a, a watered-down show, and you could have fun with it. Yep, and it's still going to be a ratings grab because you'll be the only one live. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Right. You'll be the only one out there shining. Yeah. Uh, we're good to go for this next segment? Yes, we are. What's her name? Her name is Nyla. Nyla. Okay. If you are listening yesterday, we uh, told you about the uh, pitfalls of Nelson's life <laughs> as he's moved into... What uh, Sacramento Magazine is called the trashiest apartment complex <laughs> I have to still in the live. city. <laughs> I still have to live there. <laughs> but the good news is, the Mr. Bright side of the situation, according to Nikki D, the girls in the front office were sweet for Nelson. They were sweet for Nelson, no. and I don't tell lies. So uh, one of them in particular. Mm-hmm. Is... And that's the one who I had to lotion up my feet for. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I she's uh, she's an African American lady she that is. is looking for a little love from the round mound of serious sexual one, pound. She was the first one who recognized Nelson. Ooh, there's yeah. no way. She is way out of my league. There's no way. Well, we're gonna find out because oh, <laughs> we're gonna have oh, Nyla. Nyla. She wants you to call her Nelia. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I have to live here still <laughs> for a year. Move out. <laughs> He's moving out after this segment. We're gonna get him evicted by five fifteen. <laughs> He's gonna be the most successful homeless person in Sacramento. <laughs> Actually, his box is gonna be nicer than his apartment. Be now. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to have this nice young lady on. Yes. She's offered up her time here in a minute, so <laughs> please keep listening. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Hey, welcome back to the program. Thanks for listening. My name's Jason Bailey. There is Nikki D. There is Nelson. Give us a follow on social, would you? At Listen to the BS. Uh, talking with a few of you here right now, actually. Instagram, Twitter, and the Facebook. All right, before we get to what could possibly be Nelson's new... Pump piece. Could be. All right. Uh, let me give you another clue for what I pulled out of Nelson's belly button today. All right. You ready, right. Nikki? I'm All ready. Right. The first clue was you must be a big fan of his knees to know this. Okay. All right. The second clue is help me beat scissors. Help me beat scissors. 
Edward? <laughs> you must be a bit. Okay, so if you know the answer of what I pulled out of Nelson's belly button, this damn thing's huge. And I'm going to tell this girl this, too. Uh, two VIP tickets and one designated driver tickets to have a great time at Brews and the Burbs at Sunrise Marketplace Saturday, May 20th. Both Nikki and Nelson will be out there. All right. Hmm. No, you think on your own. I'm going to talk to, is it, is it, is it Nyla? Nyla. Nyla. Nyla, how are you? I'm great. All right. I'm great. I'm great. Hi. Hi. I, now, I, I, I know this is probably a little weird to be live on the radio, and you are live on the radio. Um, just let me kind of set the table for those that don't know what's going on. Nelson just moved into an apartment, which no offense, Nyla, I know you work at the front office, but it's not the nicest place in Sacramento. (laughs) Would you agree? Uh, Mm-hmm. No, she did not agree. She has to work there. We have not said the name. Don't we're worry. not saying the name. And Ever. we're not going to say the name. Ever. Ever. You know, be, okay. I don't think you can get robbed because they live there. And robbers don't live where they live. <laughs> Rob where they live. Oh, no. Uh, but what Nikki D was telling me is that she met you and some of the ladies in the front office, and mm-hmm. you guys thought Nelson was uh, fairly sexy. Am I right? God. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we did. That is, that is accurate that is pretty accurate all right what what is it about now i mean he's what six through six two six two Mm -hmm. we like tall we like beards yeah the beard is a thing um well put together you seem to be you know well put together so (laughs) that's always a plus always a plus okay let's be honest he's a little on the chunky side oh yeah yeah (laughs) Right? But women we are like liking meat. chunky men now, you know. Yeah, we like meat. Okay, well, there's a lot of it, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So, Nelson, how do you feel so far? This, this, you, I'm a, I don't, I have not seen her just by the sound of her. She sounds beautiful. She is oh, beautiful. Yes. She's beautiful. She looks younger than Nelson for sure. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm gonna tell you what I think Nelson gets them with. He makes everybody laugh. Yeah. So he's always talking, and, and they were laugh. just laughing. He makes me angry. Yeah, he doesn't make you laugh, but he makes everybody else laugh but oh, you. Wow, I gotta get and the on ladies, that yeah, they were just laughing it up, and like everything he said was like really funny. Is this going to be competition with you and the other ladies, or are you going to share them? Oh, God. I mean, whatever he... What are you into? For me. It's for me. It's for me. Oh, you want them for yourself. <laughs> okay. That's cool. All right. Well, I didn't know what yeah. you guys were into. Like, like if you all like had a little syndicate there and you just would no. trade off on guys? No. no. No, not at all. We don't do that. All right. Well, I, this is the way I see it, Nyla. Okay. Follow uh-huh. me here. You listen? Okay. Don't make so much eye contact with me. So, <laughs> Nelson... <laughs> Nelson's at his dirty place, right? And he doesn't have any furniture. He's literally got a chair. (laughs) And from what I found out last night, he almost burned the place down because he tried to heat up macaroni in an air fryer. Uh, I didn't know. All right. So would you be, are you you the kind of girl, I mean, any girl's like this, and I'm not judging, but would you be okay if maybe before he comes into work, you know, like afternoon delight, he gives you a buzz up at the front office, you're like, Hey, this is Nyla with Dirty Apartments, and he's like, "Hey, it's Nelson in the dirtiest one. Do you mind coming over for eight minutes? W- would that be oh. your thing?" I w- I would honestly prefer um, my place. Mm. Oh, you don't want to go over there. Same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nyla walking into you know how some people stay away from people because of STDs. You stay away from his apartment because of STDs. <laughs> And do you do you I live? Definitely prefer my do, you, place. do you live close by? 
I do. Okay, yeah. so so you could probably Not, take a smoke break and <laughs> and you guys can meet over at your place. Yeah, I w- I would prefer my place for sure. Okay, Nelson, this is good. Who is yeah. this? Like, I'm listening. I'm trying to make sure that it's real. I'm listening to the voice because I've talked with Nyla several times. I, you're playing a trick on me. One of you guys is. I can just tell. Well, if you're going to run out of breath and die. Well, <laughs> I mean, what? Why would I have to play a trick on you? What kind of game do you have? This is a beautiful woman. I drove all the way over there this morning. She did. She yeah, missed my right. gym, uh, our gym routine to go uh, find Nyla. Nail you. Yeah. So, what, I mean, she's right here. Do you want to invite her out for, I don't know. Where you'd go. But. Yeah, I mean, we would have There's to... a lot of restaurants over there yes, by his indeed. apartment, though. He, he could take her to the Cheesecake Factory. He doesn't have like any money. Factory. He doesn't have any money, but he could invite her Oh, that's her on the and... other thing. Do you mind paying for oh, everything? Oh, no, God, no. <laughs> oh. No, it's not like that. Don't let them... You know what? Stuff happens on the radio, and it's larger than life, okay? Nyla, you don't worry about what they're saying. Uh, I got cash, okay? Okay. I'm going to take you that's, out. That's I'm going to show you okay. a nice time on the town. I've already been scoping spots that I can uh, I can impress uh, you with, uh, and it's going to be a good time. Nelson, you, the number one thing in a relationship is honesty now. Don't lie to you. you got money. Yeah, because, you don't really have the money. If you did, you wouldn't be living where you <laughs> Listen, I've already set up a bank robbery with one of my neighbors, so I have some cash coming. Don't worry, sweet cheeks. I'm loaded. The reason right. why I'm dumbing my lifestyle down is because I get along with roaches. <laughs> I forgot she's yeah, seen would, my financials. What's that, Nyla? Yeah, I would prefer if, um, I mean, it's it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Well, I would it, prefer. And here's the here's the other thing. Nelson just brought this up as a good point, is you've already seen all of his personal stuff, like his finances. <laughs> it, it, uh, right? Uh, right? You've seen it, correct? <laughs> I mean, not I've not studied. Right, but you um, glanced. You could say a glance, yeah. Uh, and you still are interested. Yeah, we can help him. We Al. Oh, you're the, one of those. The, 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 yes, I am. Oh, oh, you're the wounded, wounded bird. Mm-hmm. I've been looking for no. a fixer. Yeah. <laughs> well, yes. We can help him. We'll get him there. We're going to encourage him, and we're going to get him where he needs to be. Okay, you keep saying we. Who are these other? <laughs> it's him and I. Oh, we are he, going to we. help him. Oh, okay. Hey, we yeah. are going to help him. Yes. So oh, she's a ten, dude. Wait till you see her. Like, you want to ask her out? Yeah. What do you What do you got going on this weekend? Uh, nothing actually. You I know. spend a lot of my time in the house when I'm not working. Oh, we're gonna have to get you out of the house. How about? Dinner? Oh, here's Nelson's black voice. How about? <laughs> oh my god! You can't hey, talk to an African American without your black voice. Oh my god! Sorry, Nyla. I apologize for my race. <laughs> Go ahead. We like seafood. You like seafood? You Go ahead, dog. <laughs> Go ahead. You want to get a little crab leg? Why don't on? you mack on her? <laughs> Talk to your shorty. Let me dance. Let me dance. lay some Ask game. your boo. There you go. Let me lay some game down on my boo right now. All right, Nelson, are you going to take this seriously? I am taking it seriously. Are you kidding? Is this how you meet women? I mean, this is ridiculous. Like, I, we went over and beyond to take up. I could be talking about a serial killer right now, but instead I'm trying to hook you up with one of the many women that are in the front office of your crap hole apartment. That and actually find you attractive. That actually find you're, you're being, you're, you're goofing off right now. Listen, I'm being serious. You're Would not you, being serious. If I <laughs> Stop talking in your black voice. I'm not talking. <laughs> Yo, baby, what's up? This is N-Dog. Oh you gosh. know I just moved into hood. <laughs> Maybe you and I can go out there, get some of that food, yo. <laughs> I'll pick you up in my whip. 
What do you say some it's crab fine. legs this Saturday? I I love seafood, actually. Okay. I love a good crab boil. So that would be great. Then it's set. I'll pick you up. So. Okay. So, Nelson, mm. you're going to be able. On- <laughs> you say that like you have 20 <laughs> questions. <laughs> so, you're going to be able on Saturday to take her to get crab legs. Yes, I am. Is that a good first date, though? Because you're going to be all nasty, cracking crabs, sauce dripping. Like, don't you want to let her oh. be cute? Mm. No, no. You know. I can eat crab legs yeah. and be cute. May I? You may. Mm-hmm. Actually, for for a guy, taking a woman to a sloppy first meal is a good move because, you know, Sometimes women will hide how much they actually eat. And there's mm-hmm. not a guy likes a woman that eats. Yes. Right. So he wants to see her dig in. So taking a woman on a first date, crab legs, chicken wings, stuff like that, mm-hmm. you want to see if they're going to be shy around you. So I think that's a good move. And not that you plan it that way because I'm smarter than you, but oh, that's sure. that's the good move. <laughs> but it's an expensive I took, move. Well, I, t- I think I took Rach, uh, one of our first dates was crab legs. Mm. You the know? first date, though? Well, one of them. It was close, you know, and that girl, she didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a cartoon. There's shells flying everywhere. <laughs> she was putting her hand in the tank and grabbing them out raw and just. <laughs> Nyla, is there what? any type of. Um, like fraternization things where you work, like you can date somebody who lives there? Not openly, no. Mm. Oh. We, yeah. Well, trust me, you want to keep this one secret. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's actually it a good thing. An open thing. No. Yeah, no. yeah, you want to keep this on the DL. Conflict of interest, that does make sense. So you got to have a DL relationship, Nelson. How do you feel about that? I, I mean, I can I can handle that. I can play within those parameters. Would you just move yeah. like if it got serious, serious? It's a great For question. Sure. Oh, so you just pack oh. up and roll out. Well, yeah. he could move at any time because he's got so much money. <laughs> I'm thinking he's like, just he's just waiting for the price to drop on that million dollar house well, yeah. in El Dorado Hills. He's just like, just want it to go down ten thousand. Mm-hmm. That's all. And then he'll get it. No, he'll probably move in with her. Would you move in with her? I mean, oh, uh, here's a question for you, uh, Nyla. Is uh, uh-huh. and then we'll let you go. But um, do you like a man that wears cologne? Absolutely. Do you like a man that wears an overabundance of cologne? <laughs> oh. Okay, so now moderation is definitely um, important. I yeah. don't he he can't it can't be overwhelming yeah. where my eyes are watering. Uh, imagine you know that section of Macy's blowing up and all of the juice is going on him. That he wears oh. a lot of it, and it's like it's a weird cologne. It's like steel vagina or no, something. It's not his Prada. <laughs> thank you. No, I like Nelson when he has cologne on versus when he doesn't, though. And let me ask you this: it's the lesser of two. <laughs> It's either steel vagina or or current ass. Less is more, okay? Have I ever overpowered you when I've been in the office or when I got the apartment? What what, what, is, what is that smell? What are you wearing? Oh, is that soup kitchen? Oh, that's... <laughs> You're out of control. All right. Well, Nyla, uh, we'll set this up. Okay. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Friday, what? He gets off at seven. 
possibly a little bit later. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so maybe like a, a late crab leg, 8.30-ish on Friday? Well, that or Saturday. That's why I was saying Saturday. All right, I well, wanted to have to rush. You want to do a blue plate special at about 5 or 6 o'clock? <laughs> Actually, earlier the better. If there's like a deal, like yeah, before 6, you get a free appetizer, that's probably what you want to do. Yeah, Saturday is, Saturday is better for me. Yeah. Okay, Saturday. we have your number. We'll just we'll just give it to – is it okay if we give it to Nelson? Yeah. Okay, that's great. All right. Well, um, best of luck to you. We'll do a, what's the Thank bit, um, the post date update or the yeah second date second eight second, second date update. Se- we'll do the yeah. with real callers. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah real callers. Stress yeah. that. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. So uh, Nyla, good luck. And I mean that. Absolutely. Like, seriously. Thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. All right. Seriously. Mm-hmm. All right. You guys are out of control. <laughs> I've never, I, I thought, I mean, like at 41, you're supposed to have some type of game. You game. should. You I don't know why no. Nelson, like, have, plays I, himself down like that. How did, how did you have two children? Did she say yes? She was six years younger than me. But th- what does that matter? Like, did you roofie her? Like, no, you have I to just, have some kind of game. I just got in, got in there when she did. I, here's the problem. I have game when I'm not trying. So you put me on the spot and say, have game? There's not a chance I have game. That was horrible. I'm accidentally charming. That was that's dis- what he always says. He's what? accidentally charming. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a Hallmark card. So when he's around, I'm telling you, he has these women laughing. They're all melting. That's how they are around him. beautiful, by the way. Okay, well, there you go. You're getting crabs with her. <laughs> <laughs> You're catching crabs with her. With. With, not from. <laughs> <With>. <laughs> Both. <laughs> hey, find Both. out where they're going. I know where they're going. They're going to go to the crab spot right across from right. where yes. he lives. All right, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get you. I got you, Saturday. You and I are going on a date. I'll I get won't you. be here. Oh, damn. I'll FaceTime you. Okay, FaceTime yeah, I'll go by you, myself. I'll wear a disguise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that. You'll cool. pay for the meal, right? Because it's been since six months. No, I want to wa- I w- I watch <laughs> you not be able to pay for the meal. <laughs> And then call the police. (laughs) (laughs) And then you run out at the last minute. Okay, okay, I'll pay for him. Don't send him to jail. I need him to work Monday. (laughs) No, 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 no. I'm calling Aaron and saying, dude, we're taking Monday off, but this is great for Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) That's what's going to happen. All right, your two clues for, uh, by the way, Nyla's not in Nelson's belly button. No, not yet. No, 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 not yet. You must be a big fan of his knees to know this and help me beat scissors. Those are your two clues for these passes, VIP passes for Brews and the Burbs. Uh, if you know what it is, what I pulled out of Nelson's gigantic belly button so far, you got two more clues coming. Feel free at any time as we continue this program, 916-909-0985. I want to revisit the uh, writer's strike mm-hmm. and something, it was 15 years ago? Yeah, 2007 mm-hmm. Yeah, so fi- place. Yeah, so 2007, last time I saw it, there was a lot of interesting things that you probably forgot about that came out of the last last writer's strike. Uh, sure some good, a lot bad. All right, yeah. so we'll talk about that here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. All these people want to guess what's in Nelson's belly button. All these people want to guess. Jeremy and Rockland, what do you think it is? All right, I'm going to say Pop Rocks. Ooh, love Pop Rocks. No, that is incorrect, sir. No? All right. right. Thank you. Excuse me. You must be a big fan of his knees to know this. Help me beat scissors. Those are uh, the clues I've given you. I'll give you another one here in about 40 minutes. Okay. Unless, <laughs> I mean, like, I've given you the answer. Unless uh, Jake and Oak Grove knows it. What do you think? Uh, how about The Rock? 
Oh, like The Rock, the wrestler. Yep. Yeah. And I'm going to pull The Rock out of Nelson's belly button. <laughs> you never know. Uh, that is incorrect, sir. I'm sorry. That is incorrect. The These Rock. are all good guesses. They're great guesses. Great people. So Mike and uh, Sack, what do you think it is? I think that they have it close, but it's A Rock. A Rock. I'll tell you. Rock. All right. Help me beat scissors. Yeah. Mike, uh, because you are very smart, I will give an extra clue. You are on to something, but the the answer is not a rock. (laughs) Try again, sir. Thank you. (laughs) Pirates calling this radio show. (laughs) Catch of the day. Uh, The writer's strike. What did you say in headlines? It's already started, yeah? Yes, it already started this morning. Yeah. And they're complaining about what? Money and they want money. They want um the residuals changed because of how streaming's going. They yeah. want more people staffed because they said the writing rooms are thin. Yeah. I don't blame them, to be no. honest with you. You know, you, you want to this digital world, like a lot of jobs, including ours, is has not caught up to what the world is offering. So people aren't getting compensate compensated for it. And the price of living is going up, but the price we're being paid isn't. Yeah, and depending on what you read, if you're into finances, which I'm assuming most of you are because you pay bills, mm-hmm. uh, the next six months should be very interesting and possibly extremely rocky. So uh, probably not the best time to argue for more money and, and be out of a job. Uh, but, you know, what am I to say about that? Uh, so a couple things that happened last time there was a strike. You said it was 2009? 2007. 2007. Yes. The Colbert Report... Which was on Comedy Central at the time. Yes. Because Stephen Colbert had not yet taken over for Late Night. Mm-hmm. Uh, and The Daily Show with Jon Stewart came back on the air with no writers. I remember that. And do you remember what he called it? No. It was the Colbert Report. Oh, because there was a... Because of the writer's strike, he was no longer the Colbert Report. Because that's what he called it on the air, was the Colbert Report during the actual scripted show. So did he say that because he didn't have writers to write it for him? Or was he making a because joke? Because it was a whole new, it wasn't the same show. It wasn't the same show. Mm-hmm. So while he was doing it without, because they they tried to walk a fine line between standing in solidarity with their writers, right. but also they got, a, they got a show to do. Right, yeah, because it doesn't affect the host. Mm-mm. No, not at all. No, that's a whole separate contract. Yeah. Right. Uh, you said 2009, yeah? 2007. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not. I, I meant to write it down. I forgot. I'm sorry. That's my fault. 2008. We got to put it on here next time. No, no. Uh, last time they went on strike in 2007. No, I'm just kidding. I guess. Now I'm joking. Uh, when late night talk shows began airing with no writers in January, host had to wing it. Conan O'Brien started spinning his wedding ring for long stretches of time. Oh, God, I admit, Conan O'Brien, that was a good show. I liked that dude. And he started out as a writer. He was a writer for SNL and, uh-huh. and uh, Simpsons. Simpsons. Yeah. yeah, Simpsons. He did a lot of writing. But see, here's the thing. And Conan is one of the guys I'm talking about, you know, because he's got a successful podcast right now and he's very good. Um, like Kimmel, mm-hmm. you know, and I like Jimmy Fallon, don't get me wrong, but he's not a broadcaster. No. He's strictly a TV guy. Mm-hmm. But these guys like Kimmel and Conan and, and and Letterman when he was on the air, they can get away with doing a show without writers. Because they already know how to do it and they can do their own um, content. It, it, actually, they probably sometimes prefer not to have writers. I'm telling you, some of the best shows Conan ever did was during the writer's strike. Because they're they're clever and creative on their own. 
But once you get in that world where you have 15, 20 plus writers, limitations, you, you just be kind of, you kind of become complacent. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing over. You're like, you wonder, go, why don't these guys do this job forever? Cause it's boring after a while. That makes sense. And yeah. when you have that much money, you're like, okay, well it's time to do something else. Might as well go live. Right. Exactly. Saturday night live. Last time the writers went on strike was just gone. They, I mean, that's the whole show. Is because the cast is the writers for the most part. Yeah, when Saturday Night Live went out, they left November third of two thousand and eight, and they didn't come back until February twenty third of two thousand and nine. So they were gone for a little minute. Who was the cast in two thousand seven? You know, oh Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Um, I don't know who the cast was in two thousand and eight. Uh, my brain just isn't working. I don't know why your brain's not working. I'm definitely saying the dates out. No, I understand. My my brain's not working. I can't figure out the cast. (laughs) Amy Poehler, Fred Armisen, Seth Meyers, Bill Hader, Keenan, because he's been there forever. Samberg was still on in 2008. So uh, Kristen Wiig had not yet retired. Will Forte. That was when another resurgence of the show. When it get the post Will Ferrell, it took that dip and then it kind of swelled back up. And it was with this cast. Bobby Moynihan was still there. Maya Rudolph hadn't uh, quit yet. And then that's all of the names that like we very were talented people. Yes, mm-hmm. but you need writers, mm-hmm. and they also write. You know, I, I years ago I interviewed you know one of uh, one of the guys that's part of uh, Adam Sandler's crew. You know, he's got those two guys, mm-hmm. and they work together on Happy Madison Productions. And sure. he, he explained to me that their offices. I mean, this was years ago. I'm times changed, but that their offices, the way that they're set up, they're all very like they're right across from each other. So when they brainstorm, they just yell. Out their doors. That would be so fun. I mean, isn't that, that cool? Be fun. That would be so fun. But if you are during a writer's strike and there's nobody in the offices, <laughs> you're just yelling to yourself. <laughs> hey, what do you think? Oh, never mind. Which, if you're smart enough, becomes a bit. Right. Right. You mm-hmm. know. I mean, you could bid off of that. You can at least get a couple weeks out of that. Uh, the Celebrity Apprentice, Donald Trump's version of the Celebrity Apprentice. That's when it really took off during the writer's strike. Probably because there wasn't a lot of things on TV and people flocked to the reality TV scene. Right. So that's where I was going through with this next is 2007. Again, brain's not working fully functional right now, but I want to th- I want to say that was at the h- height of reality television. Yes, because Survivor hadn't quite become weird yet. The Bachelor was still one of the most popular shows on TV. You had Big Brother, Big Brother. That was trying to really break in and take some of that market share. Um, you also had... American Hel- Idol. Oh, yep, Idol was uh, was around then. And then you also had... I think The Voice was around then too, right? Or I think they, The Voice was, yes. It, it, like, it was a fresh show then, I thought. Mm-hmm. Everybody was into it and watching it. I think Dancing with the Stars has, had came back on at that point. X Factor was still on, on oh, Fox. Yep. yep. And then MTV, of course, has always had their... they You know, what became... Road Rules... And uh, Real World morphed into the challenge. Mm-hmm. And so that was, they didn't have to script anything for that. Yeah, so reality television, unfortunately, became a thing and launched many <laughs> careers like uh, the guys from, uh, what's the the Jim Tan uh, guy? Uh, Miami. Oh, yes, Jim Tan Laundry. The uh, uh, Miami, not Miami, you said the that. Jersey New Shore. Jersey Shore. Shore. Yeah. Jersey, oh, God. Say, what in the world? That, that how that became... <sighs> I never so watched trash. that show. Reality television was an extension of the Springer show. Yes. It actually was. Mm-hmm. Right. right. The, the guest on the Springer show only had, you know, their, their, their 60 minutes of fame, actually less than that, and they're in and they're out. Yep. Reality television took the best of what was on the Springer show mm. and made it an entire program. 
right. to like, watch. It's like series. all crunch berries. So somebody sat there and goes, you know what? Here's an idea. Why don't we take this and make it a show since people love it so much? And let's continue to just destroy humanity mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and put this out there. Uh, See, game shows became a big thing then, too. Game shows became a big thing. Uh, Golden Globes were canceled. Oscars almost didn't happen. Thousands of below-the-line crew members, Hollywood's working class, uh, they were out of work for months. That's what we don't see. Mm-hmm. The grips, the lighting guys, the guys that stand on the X while the big celebrities aren't there. You know, yeah. Like all these people that make a living, the that extras. That don't have the big books, too, to just be sitting out all these months with no job. Mm-hmm. The stunt doubles, mm-hmm. all those guys. They they don't they're, they're not getting anything. And I bet a lot of those guys are looking up at the writers like the writers are looking up at hosts and stars. You know, like that should be my, some of my money for as hard as I work. Because they're all self-contracted. Yeah, they are. They're contractors, most of them. Yeah. To my knowledge. People I know are. I don't, I, and I know, like, I know a guy that's a stunt guy and he's, like, you name the movie or television show, he's been in it. Like, you'd even know who, like, you'd be like, oh, I know that character. Um, and, uh, but when he's not working he's doing like projects for himself but i think he's all it's all self self-contracted where he works for himself oh it's got to be like scary it's terrifying you know because that, more than that well not only that you're like in his case he's putting himself in harm's way for his job what was girlfriends is that a show that was the show and they didn't oh, get to me? have a season finale because of this strike taking place the show was canceled in the middle of the strike because they didn't have writers so we never got closure on girlfriends Oh my God! How did I survive? What the hell's girl? Who was that? What which what channel's that on? So, <laughs> Tracy Ellis Ross, Diana Ross's daughter. She was the star of that show. She's the one that ended up going into Blackish. She was the wife and mom in Blackish. So that was like the show that really launched her career. Okay, nothing and nothing. I was nothing. about to say he don't know Blackish either. That's I know the show him. Blackish. Don't. Uh, that's why I figured know. he knows that. He doesn't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I do you mean? About I... a look on his face. He don't know. Uh, Diana Ross was a singer. Nikki. He knows Diana Ross, oh, oh, oh. but uh, he doesn't probably know Tracy Ellis Ross. Diana Ross was married to Bob, mm-hmm. right? I'm listening. And and Bob was a painter. Yep. <laughs> you didn't know it was an interracial marriage, did you? <laughs> what does that have to do with her daughter? Well, that's the, their daughter. She's light-skinned. <laughs> yeah, she's mixed. <laughs> and what's her name? Uh, Latoya, like you just said. <laughs> I did not say Latoya. <laughs> <laughs> Her name was Latoya. <laughs> uh, what channel was this on? Uh, the CW. Yeah, the CW. Oh, there you go. What do you mean, there you go? The CW had great shows. Nah, the WB was the deal. Now he's got you there. Dawson's Creek. The WB was great. The, the Wayne's Brothers was the, on the that CW frog. as well. I thought Wayne's Brothers started on the WB and then it became the CW. Tomato, tomato, America's top model was on the CW. Did you plan for that to rhyme? Yeah. Tomato, tomato, America's Next Top Model. The local economy in L.A. lost over $3 billion because of this. Wow. That's a lot. That is a lot of money. Oh, that's right. And Letterman grew a beard, right? It was the mm-hmm. until the strike was over. Yes. That was some really good Letterman, too. Yeah. And had two barbers shave. God, I love David Letterman. Love, love David Letterman. <laughs> Justice League of America franchise was shelved. Yeah, there's probably a lot of, you know, like, have you ever learned, like, the backstories of things that happen in history or shows that don't get made for so many years? Like, mm-hmm. Deadpool took them, Ryan Reynolds, like, 10 years to get it made. Right. Uh, Gangs of New York, um, they uh, there was issues with that, getting that movie made because it was out right around 9-11. And at the end, you remember, they show the, 
Twin Towers, mm-hmm. and I think they changed that. I, I mean, just all kinds of cool stuff like that, just to learn. So anyway, I don't know if this is going to affect you or not, because we're all... Well, I guess even if you're streaming shows, it's going to affect mm-hmm. that, too. Yeah, sure. All right, third round of headlines. What do you got there, Nikki D? I'm going to give you an update on California's population numbers, and I'm going to tell you who was stung over 70 times by a bee. All right, get you all that here in a minute. It's the BS on Any Rock. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines, read all about it, baby. All right there, Nikki D. Third round of headlines, please. More and more people are moving into SAC. H5. We're seeing more foreign migration to California, and that's a result of changes in federal policy uh, to foreign immigration, which has been something that has been of great value to this state. So we expect that we're going to return to more predictable and normal trends in population in California. So the population in California has started declining in past years, where they're now seeing an uptick in population as of the 22-23 year, and that's because of foreign immigration. They're letting them come in. We've had a lot less deaths in California, but the number one city that's having the most growth so far in California is Sacramento. Right now we have a 0.2 increase, which means about 1,203 new people have moved into Sacramento. Yeah, that includes us three. Yeah, it includes us three, yeah. <laughs> And if you, it's funny if you talk to people, you know, only being here for a couple months, you know, I'm trying to juice as much information from anybody, right. you know, that'll talk to me and, you know, you want to learn as much as you can about your new home. And, and I've met some people, uh, a lady last night actually worked at the Nuggie, you know, mm-hmm. the Nugget and her family's still in San Francisco and she got transferred over to Roseville and, uh, she was telling me the cost of living, like you think the cost of living here is bad. And it's high, you know. You're, this is coming from it's somebody high. that's coming from the East Coast, right? It's it's there's a, there's a price difference, but she was talking about like nine hundred square feet for like thirty four hundred dollars. That's insane. Like those are insane prices. And again, I don't. What I don't understand is how they can have prices of housing be this high, and you're paying people so low. How are they supposed to live? Right, exactly. So if you're making, let's just say, sixty thousand dollars a year, that's not enough. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're making enough. you're making like sixty thousand dollars in the '90s. You're still probably going, okay, I can get by. This is going to be good. And so, you know, my mother told me when I was a kid, and I I told Nikki the, the story last night. I, I remember we we're driving down the road. We we're living in Sarasota, Florida, and there's some billboard in our bank. Barnett Bank was around at the time. And she, t- I forget how we get on the conversation of money. My mother's always been horrible with money. But she says, Jace, she goes, you know, she sounds like my grandma. Jace, you can live off of $2,000 a month. Just make $2,000 a month. So this is probably like 86, 87, she's telling me this. Right. So all the way up until probably the early 2000s, I believe that. <laughs> I can see that because back then she was probably right. In her time, you could. And I remember saying, I'm not getting married until I make $30,000 a year. <laughs> and then when I finally made $30,000 a year, I was like, oh, that's a sign. I should probably marry this girl. Oh, because I'm set now. <laughs> and then I was like, no, I shouldn't marry this girl. <laughs> I was with at the time. But, you know, you have to kind of sit there and you go through your 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 money and you go like, all right, what what do I need to survive? You know, and then you're like, well, am I going to have anything extra? And if you go and you read any type of article, I love talking about money and I love, love learning about other people and how they f- do their finances and so on and so forth. But not, not many Americans have a deep savings 
account. No, they don't. So Not at all. my grandmother taught me at a very young age, always have money for a rainy day. And she taught me that lesson. I was eight years old, standing in the Annapolis Mall, and I pulled out my blue Velcro wallet. I had $12 in there, and I said, I'm going to go buy a toy. And she goes, Jace. Yeah, I'll talk the same my family. <laughs> Jace. You know, and then she taught me the rule of thirds. You know, you, third for yourself, a third for bills, a third for savings. And she, and she says, the only two things that you always spend money on are pillows and food. Pillows and food. <laughs> pillows and food. She right. goes, splurge, because you got to eat on food. And pillows, because you got to sleep at night. You want to sleep well. <laughs> that is great like, life advice right there. God bless you, Graham. I love you and I always will, and I'll never forget that, and I've always remembered this. I'm like, my wife and I will go, you know, she's like, we need new pillows. I'm like, buy the most expensive ones you can, because <laughs> Graham said so. <laughs> Did you say it was 87 when mom gave you the advice about that time? Yeah. It's $5,333 now a month, adjusted for inflation. Oh, since then. Mm-hmm. So at twelve twenty four thousand dollars worth of buying power in eighty seven is now six. You would need sixty four thousand. Yeah. To cover the same amount. Gotcha. That's All right. Crazy. Uh, and everybody's moving here because also crime. Like you see what's happening in like San Francisco and LA. People just walking in the stores stealing stuff. Nobody's mm-hmm. stopping them. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy. I saw a video the other day of a guy trying to stop some people. It looks like they were in a, like a TJ Maxx. Everybody just watched this guy. You know, eventually you're going to have to have people that believe in some type of authority and rule to you know have a mob mentality and vigilante mentality where you're going okay enough this is my home this is not happening in my home and you're gonna have to do what you got to do no that is a job that is not your stuff you do not try to stop somebody stealing somebody else's stuff and be murdered for what i understand what you're saying and i don't disagree but they have gotten not us but they have gotten to a point where it's just gotten out of hand that's not- and, and it is your job to to maintain law and order in your own backyard. If somebody were, <laughs> I, that's how I feel at least. So when you see somebody stealing out of Walmart, then make sure you exercise law and order. It, if it were a thing, like right, if, if it's just a one off and you see him, yeah, that's my dream. I've always wanted to clothesline the guy that's running out of the store. Yeah, but if it's happening all the time, and like that, that's the rest of the country, they're going go to San Francisco. You can steal whatever you want, and the bad guys know that. And like if you live there and that's your that's your city, you're born and raised and you love that city and nobody's doing anything law enforcement, nobody's doing anything, nothing. So you think everybody in the store should band together and like Absolutely. put a circle around the bad guy and hold him there. Absolutely. Well, are the cops even coming when being called? No. So then what are they gonna do? Do you beat the hell out of them so they never steal it again? Oh my goodness. <laughs> break a leg. I'm not Literally. breaking a leg for right. somebody else. Twist a nipple. Up. <laughs> Do no. something. That hurts. I would make him think twice. All right. A mother desperately calls 911 to report a bee attack. H6. Sorry, say sorry. My daughter can't get in the car. She's being attacked by bees. Excuse my granddaughters are with her. Please send some help. Okay, how, how many people are being attacked by bees? I just think my daughter. Okay, you don't think that the two granddaughters are as well? No, I think they're in. I think they're inside. The, I don't know. I'm trying to get back to her. She just called me. So that was a grandmother of a woman who was out with her kids. They were doing a photo shoot. This took place in Arizona. Well, a swarm of bees just came out of nowhere during their photo shoot. And the lady runs back to the car. And luckily, she's able to push her kids in the car. But she's still being attacked by bees. Um, They say maybe about 75 bees total attacked her and stung her. Um, luckily she did recover. She's not allergic to bees, thank God. But they say if a bee bumps into you, the number one thing that you should do is hold your breath 
because they're attracted to smell. I don't know what your breath has to do with that, but they say, hold your breath. Don't swat at the bee, of course. And they say, don't flail your arms. And also run in a straight line. Don't run in zigzags. People think that you're running zigzag. They said that in the news story. I was, I never knew that. Like you're running, I guess you're I trying to. I never thought you ran in zigzags for bees. Because you're trying to juke them, I guess. Right, you're just trying to get out of their area. You run in zigzags for gators. For gators, yeah, yeah. that's that's what they say to do, really? but not for bees. And I don't know why. They never explained why. Maybe it just doesn't work. Who hmm. knows? And I also thought you jumped in water. They said not to jump in water. I wouldn't jump in water either. And also, even if you kill one bee, they advise you not to kill one bee because it sets off some kind of scent yeah. to the rest of the bees, and they come out when you kill one They're bee. They're all linked together like Bluetooth. Uh, yeah. I just try to stay away from bees. <laughs> what if you're running from like 75 bees like this lady, and you jump in the water, and it's filled with gators, and it's like, oh, oh man. <laughs> just Son of a bitch. <laughs> gators with mouths full of bees. It's just one of those days. <laughs> That's probably why they tell you don't jump in water because you don't know what's in it. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. We're gonna hide out here. Oh my god, this is where all the snakes live. You've got to be kidding me. <laughs> if you're allergic to bees, though, you should always have an EpiPen because mm-hmm. if she was allergic, she would not be here. Yeah, she saved her kids like a good mom. Yeah, of course. She threw them shielded, in the car. Them, shielded them and threw them in the car. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and then when the fire uh, people came out, they used like a foam that's kind of like what they do with the smoke, which calms the bees. Mm-hmm. Beekeepers do that. Yep. Mm-hmm. We have a friend whose dad is a beekeeper. You know, they're focused. Yeah. Which I think is so cool. They had a foam, and they were just spraying everybody this foam. Uh, I'll give you the third clue of what I pulled out of Nelson's belly button for these VIP passes, if you're interested. I'm ready. So far, some good guesses. We have had really good guesses. The Rock, A Rock. Pop Rocks. Pop Rocks. A Giraffe. Gin and a Giraffe. Mm-hmm. And a couple of you are close, and you're on the right track. But not it. Oh. Also, the Aerosmith uh, farewell tour. We're giving those passes away uh, throughout the week. We gave some away earlier today. Is there a band that you wish you would have saw before it's too late? Because if you don't go see Aerosmith this time around, it's too late. Possibly. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they'll do what every other band does and have yeah. a, like the longest running farewell tour forever. <laughs> but I got a couple band regrets that I never went and saw and had opportunities to see and now well, I can't see him for obvious reasons. So if you got any, 916-909-0985. It's the BS on 90 Rock. Hey, thanks for listening. Appreciate your time. Hope you're having a decent uh, evening, I guess you could say. Jason Bailey, there's Nikki D. There is Nelson. You want your third clue for the item that I pulled out of Nelson's belly button? You ready? I'm ready. You want this? No, no one's got Yeah, of course I'm ready. What's in Nelson's belly button? Oh, these are for VIP tickets for Brews and the Burbs, Sunrise Marketplace. Nikki D and Nelson will be out there. Mm-hmm. Two VIPs, two VIPs, plus a designated driver pass. That means tons of free drinks and food and good times and music and whatnot. So the first clue I gave you must be a big fan of his knees to know this. Right. No. Help me beat scissors was the second one. Mm-hmm. All right. The third one. You ready? I'm ready. Even on a motorcycle, Aaron is no longer the leader of this. Even on a motorcycle. You guys are going to kick yourself. This is very, very easy. I've already given you the answer, but that really solidifies the answer. One more time. Even on a motorcycle, Aaron is no longer the leader of this. Okay. That's Aaron AA, like our boss. <laughs> AA Ron. Aaron. AA Ron. 
Uh, and if you know the answer, you can call it any time. Well, we got an hour left, so 916-909-0985. Mary in Roseville, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. So, we, you know, earlier we gave away tickets for Aerosmith, and all this week we'll have more uh, for the Peace Out Tour, right? Yes. This This is their farewell tour, allegedly, which I actually kind of believe with Aerosmith. I believe this one. Yeah, I kind of believe it. And they're with the uh, Black Crows, so it'll be a, a really, really cool show uh, at the Chase Center, Curtis, uh, thanks the Live Nation. Those are the tickets, December first. All right, is there a band that you regret not going to see? Like, if anybody's not seen Aerosmith and they don't go, I promise you, you will regret not going because they're such a great band. Well, they're on my list, but I really regret not seeing Tom Petty. Oh my God! So that's one of my two. Tom Petty is one of my two. Oh yes, it yeah. kills me. <laughs> yeah. Did you? So usually when you have a, a concert not go regret you had the opportunity and you just didn't go i just it just didn't work i don't oh, know yeah. I just yeah there's it so the tom petty one i had the opportunity to go oh and why didn't you go because it was during a school night yep oh and you had to go to work and you were like no nah. when you get up at 3 30 in the morning every day it's tough i know you know so <laughs> yeah that, that's early that's the one that our buddy nate went to and oh, Nate, that lucky SOB. He just never slept. Yeah. So, uh, is there, he never slept. so you never had the opportunity, like no one asked you to go or anything like that? Yeah. I just, it just didn't work out. Yeah. It just didn't work out. There's a couple of those bands. Um, Social Distortion. Love Mike Ness. Like, oh, love yes. Social D. And usually, like once a year, wherever I'm living, they're there. I, for some reason, never go. Really? Rusted Root was another one. Oh, Russell Roo is so good. But I had him in studio. I had Mike and Dirk in studio. So anyway, hey, Mary, thanks for listening. Appreciate the uh, participation. So All right, take care. We'll see you. Uh, Chris in Orangeville, who was it? Hey, it was Bob Marley. Bob Marley. Oh, good one. Yeah. God, when did he die? Yeah. Had to be 80s, early 80s, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I've, seen, I've seen Ziggy a couple of times, but yeah, I would have loved to see Yeah, Bob I just Marley. saw Ziggy... Open, who did I just see him open up for? It was really, really good. I, my guess would be Sublime with Rome. Oh, no, Jack Johnson. Oh, now I bet that was a hell of a show then. And they sang together. Oh, my God. If you're not a Jack Johnson fan, something wrong with you. That right. guy's amazing. He's, and so nice. He's a really nice guy. Too. I think it was Ziggy. He's got like 15 kits. Uh-huh. You know, I think one of them played for the University of Miami. <laughs> yeah. Did you, did you have the opportunity, Chris, or did you just not go? No, I didn't have the opportunity. Never had the opportunity. Although I did see Tom Petty. Yeah. Well, you guys lucky. were talking about him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did meet him too. I won the tickets, and so that was pretty fun. How'd you meet? It was a meet and greet, or did you run into him? It was a, yeah. It was one of those quick meet and greet things where he puts you in a line. You know. <laughs> How was, was he? Fun. Was was he nice? We had an awesome time. Yes. Yeah. Very nice. Very cool. All right. Thank you, Chris. Have a good evening. Be safe. All right, you too. All right. So Tom Petty is on my list. Uh, Nirvana's the other one. Mm. And here's the thing. It is right before Kurt Cobain committed suicide, uh, I was attending the, uni- or not university, Wingate College in Wingate, North Carolina. First two years of my college life, I went and played football there. And it was just out of the blue one night. Some of the my buddies, they're they're like, they're in their truck or something. They're like, Hey man, we're gonna go see Nirvana. Do you want you want to come with us? We got an extra ticket. So you weren't oh. a fan yet? No, I was a fan. I was just like, eh, I really don't want to go. What? 
even when you were young in college, you were turning down concerts? I know, I know. That's crazy. What else did you do? Go study? No, I think I <laughs> went and got high and got drunk or something. I mean, it was like, it was, it was, it was so, like, I, I remember, like, it happened, like, an hour ago. The, the guy, they drove up, I could see the truck, and they were all hanging out, like, at the windows, and there was a bunch of people in the truck. Mm-hmm. Sounding like fun. Sound like a blast. <laughs> Good people, my friends. Right. They're like, hey, Bailey, we got an extra ticket. You want to go see, we're going to see Nirvana. I, for, I think they were, like, in Charlotte or something. They're in Charlotte, Wilmington. They're in Wilmington, we're going to see Charlotte Nirvana. No, nah, man, I'm good. Just go ahead, thanks. Wow. Next thing, you know, walking to my dorm, Kurt Loder comes on MTV saying he's dead. Well, but they were such a huge band. You figure, I got 10, 15 years to go see Nirvana. That, well, that's what, yeah, that's what you think, right? Yeah. That's what you thought. You know, nobody saw the Tom Petty thing. Nobody saw mm-hmm. Prince. Prince's nope. last performance, Fox Theater. It was Atlanta. in Atlanta at the Fox. Buckhead, Georgia. Atlanta, Georgia. And I kick myself even all the time for that because I didn't go. Oh. And it's not that I, I couldn't have gone because a friend of mine asked me. She's like, hey, let's go see Prince. And I'm like, Why didn't you go? What did you I do? Go home and go do study. work stuff because I, I had to work <laughs> and I have a child and I had those things. I wasn't young and in college while I was young, single, and free. How do you know like I didn't you. have a child? Child. You did not have a child. Freshman year in college. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah. So there were restrictions for me why I didn't go to to that concert. But yes, I felt horrible when he died the next day. Like, oh, I'm never going to see Prince. I'm never going to see Michael Jackson. I'm not going to see Whitney. I'm just not going to oh, see nobody. Yeah, Michael. But the in the flip side of oh. that is you go to some of these shows because you're afraid that you're never going to see them, and then you're like, eh. well, here here's here's the story on that one. Elton John, you son of a bitch. Same. <laughs> you money-grabbing, bedazzled jacket, giant eyeglass, fake hair, overweight piano man. Uh-huh. Tell him. He's still Elton John. The first round of Elton, mm-hmm. it was the uh, Yellow Brick Road farewell tour, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. First time in many years I bought tickets. That's one of the perks of the business. Bought tickets for the show. I think I paid five hundred dollars a piece. Ooh, oh yeah, they're Those from expensive. An old friend of ours. She had cool oh, okay. se- seats then, though, right? Uh, stage left, slightly elevated. Oh, beautiful! Great seats, right there. Especially when he'd come over to the you know stage left and play. Uh-huh. You know, it's perfect. It was you know a little long. I mean, like it was it's just all right, right? It was it was it was okay. But I was like, all right, I saw him. Yeah. I got it. You know, Tiny Dancer is a great song when a Saturday Night's Fight and all that stuff. Good song. You know, I got to see him. I felt fulfilled. Uh huh. You know, because I'd never gone to see a show with that in mind, saying I'm going to see this show just in case something happens. Right. At least I can say I saw him. I felt the find same out, way. Oh, I find out he's. I find out he's going to do another leg of this tour. But why do you feel bad about and he, that? Hold on, he's coming back. This was back in Atlanta. He came back around to the same venue. Because I bought tickets purposely to see the last show in that venue from that artist. And that's that's what this son of a bitch said on the ticket. What? That's the last show that I'm going to do in that venue. But you should. He lied, and I should sue him. No, you should not sue him. Yes, he did lie, but you should feel fulfilled still. Like, okay, if he comes back, fine. I've already seen him, it's crossed off. I'm good if he drops no. dead next week. No. It doesn't I, matter. I, I'm angry, and I, if I ever met Elton John. <laughs> what are you going to do? Tell him about himself? I'm going to tell him that story. <laughs> 
He won't care. Yeah, well, I'll make him care. He won't care. I will sit him me. down and I will say, LJ. LJ. Oh, like y'all friends. Yeah, EJ. Okay. Big J. Mm-hmm. Big L. Be like, dude, that's kind of a scam. You told people as you're fine. Like anytime these bands say this is their farewell tour, like I get it. You know, they don't. They care, but they don't care, you know, and it's in their blood. They're kind of addicted to to touring, and they have to do it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I get it. But the flip side of that is your fans think it's the last go-around. That does mean something. That is a marketing technique to sell tickets. It's supply and demand, right? I'm going to perform one last time for you, so I'm going to charge you three times what I normally would charge you, and you're going to pay it because you're going to justify it by saying this is the last time I'm going to see them. It is the last time. And a year later, they come back around and charge even more money. But people continue to buy the tickets and go, because so they're going to do it. We've been, we're idiots. <laughs> well, then you guys are just idiots. We're dumb That's what it is. We are not the smartest, brightest people. If I can get it in to see somebody, even if they say it's the last tour and it's not, I'm just going to be happy I can, uh, I've seen them. And that's it. Who's your, did you say your artist? Stevie B? It's not Stevie B. I'll tell you a group right now that haven't retired, but I'll never be able to see them in their entirety, and that's Escape, and I'm sad about that. Oh, that's stupid I television had an show. Opportun- no, they have an actual R&B group. Okay? Oh, I know, but they're on that dumb television show. They are, and it's not a dumb show. It's a great show. It's yeah. an entertaining show. Yeah. But I'll never be able to see all four of them perform because they've officially broken up. Can you have that conversation with your friends? Like, oh my god, I want to see Escape because that sounds silly. Oh, of course, uh-huh. all of my friends want to see Escape. Um, most of us have not gone to see them, and we were supposed to. Oh my god, dude! I can't believe I didn't see Jade before they broke up. <laughs> <laughs> New addition too. I feel that way. Like Bobby's getting older. okay. So that that's legit. Boys to men. That's yes, legit. I want to see them. How? New Edition's legit, Boyz II Men's legit, and you're telling me Escape's not legit? They're not in the same conversation. Oh my gosh, yes they are. Mint Condition, legit. You put mint condition Absolutely. over escape. Not you know where they're from? <laughs> Winget, North Carolina. And that's why you say that. But the biggest out of all of them is Stevie B. If nobody knows Stevie B. Everybody knows More Stevie B. More people knows about the pizza than the man. Pizza, huh? Stevie B's pizza. Oh, no. Stevie B was, I mean, you don't know R&B because Stevie B, <laughs> he put the B in R&B. That's where they got it from. That's where they got it. They invented B from Arm Stevie B. <laughs> sure, they did not. <laughs> All right, I'm going to give you your fourth and final clue, and if you can't figure it out, I'm going to bed. Because this is really easy. You finna give it to us right now? No, I'm going to give it to you when you get back. Oh, okay. But you must be a big fan of his needs to know this. Help me beat scissors, even on a motorcycle. Aaron is no longer the leader of this. I'll give you your fourth and final one here. And also, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Living with Nikki D for the last couple of days. Something that a lot of people don't know. So this is for future men that decide to date her. <laughs> Just a heads up. All right, give us a minute. It's the BS on 90 Rock. Hey, Chris in Orangeville, do you have a guess of what I pulled out of Nelson's belly button? Mm-hmm, sure. Uh, baseball. No, not a baseball. I said earlier oh. with a couple of the guesses, they weren't far off. They just didn't have the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, you want, was, yeah. You want another guess? I'm going I'm to give out the fourth clue here. Go ahead and get out the fourth clue. All right. Well, I'm going to put you back on. Hold hold on. I'm going to put you back there. All right. The first one I gave was you must be a big fan of his uh, knees to know this. Mm -hmm. You got that. You guys have any guesses? Like, are you with me here or what? Well, I guessed the giraffe. And then I guessed Megan. That wasn't right. You guessed Megan. Oh, Megan. And then I, too, guessed 
The Rock when you said it. Um, well, there's two rock versions. There was The Rock and A-Rock. Yeah, I guess The Rock. Okay. Do you smell what The Rock's cooking? Uh, interesting you say that. You must be a big fan of his knees to know this. Help me beat scissors. Even on a motorcycle, Aaron is no longer the leader of this. Mm-hmm. And your final clue, to find the answer, you must unzip and smell what's cooking. What? Say that again. To find the answer, you must unzip and smell what's cooking. If you know what I pulled out of Nelson's belly button, I'll give you these VIP passes, the Brews and the Burbs. 916 909 0985. Chris, do you have an answer after the fourth clue or a guess? No, no, no clue. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. Appreciate you listening. You guys look perplexed. Like, I thought that this fourth one was really going to unlock it for me, and now me I'm going to feel even dumber when I find out. The answer, I mean, I've given you the answer. I gave you, you the answer. I, I gave you the answer in the first two clues. Like, literally, I mean, I said part of the answer in the first clue. Literally, the word. One of the words I'm looking for, I gave you in the first clue. It must be knees. Anyway. I well, think it's a big fan. I don't think knees. I think knees is the, the red errand. Must be a big fan of his knees to know this. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Are you going to answer phones and I'll just talk about? I'll just talk trash about you? Oh, yeah, you can answer phones. I'll talk trash about you without <laughs> I'll talk trash about you. <laughs> <laughs> I need a phone screener. I don't know what the rules are now. I don't know if we get interns or not, but anyway. <laughs> so you know this when living at the Airbnb. She's got a, a a temperature problem. Oh, how could one woman be so cold? Yeah, I, I there's no way she's ever going to get married. There's no way a guy can sleep with her. No way. She, for those, l- listen to me. She brings a portable heater with her wherever she goes, mm-hmm. and she cranks it to the very, very top. So this guest room that she's staying in in my house currently, it's got a fan, a ceiling fan. The ceiling fan is off, and there is a heater pumping out heat that just it, it, it bleeds into the rest of the house. So here's the problem is that, like, we have air conditioning for downstairs, and we have air conditioning for upstairs. So it's zoned. So it's zoned, and there is a sensor in what is my office slash studio, which is by her room. On the other side of upstairs. So it's feeling that heat, which then feeds back to the t- the thermostat in my bedroom. You're the, yeah, the master is getting screwed over. So here. I wake up this morning and it's 73 degrees. Okay. And, and her room is like 90 degrees. It's absurd. So last night I was part of, you know, doing all these things to this house. I was changing the hardware. I, I'm a big believer that when you buy a new house, like from somebody, you're not building it. You have to change the hardware. Because that gets rid of all the bad juju. I've never heard that before. Get rid of all the hardware. Get rid of all the ceiling fans, the fixtures for the most part. Get rid of all of it. Even the fans. Because it's bad juju from whoever lived there before. That's now going to be my obsession anywhere I move. And and so I'm redoing all the door handles. And I was doing the door handle in my daughter's room is right next to where, uh, where Nikki's sleeping. And I'm feeling this heat. And, and so, you know, yesterday was a little chilly, right? So I come to work and I got jeans and a hoodie on. I was like, I, I can't finish this door. Just, I got to go. I got to go change. So I literally had to go back. To, I had to go into my bedroom and put like a tank top on like I was going to the beach because it was so humid and hot from this heat. And then the next room I had to do was hers. I couldn't stay. In. I'm, 
I'm I'm dehydrated. I needed to get some water, some you Gatorade. You do the absolute most. I wanted to. Least. I wanted to ask: Have you heard back from the Airbnb guy about all that paint that peeled off of her the walls in her room? Because it was. I don't understand how she's not eighty pounds. Why like, would I be eighty pounds? Because of all the water it's weight. You're just sauna. Just, I a, don't sweat. Did you see me sweating? Did you see any perspiration on my skin? Because I'm not hot. I'm freezing right now. Touch my hand. I am. Freezing. She is. That's a true I story. need heat. You you have a condition. I don't know what <laughs> Baby, it is. Yeah, I do, but I'm cold. Is Am I like supposed to talk to this person? Yes, they want to guess. All right, I don't know the name. I put it on there. It didn't no. stick. Is this George? <sighs> What's well, on the caller ID? But you didn't put it up here. George, how are you? George. I'm so good. How are you guys doing? Good. Have you ever met a woman? Are you married, George? <laughs> George. Is that his actual name? George. Yeah, that is his name. Okay. George. That's my actual name. Yeah, okay. Listen, I'm, I'm talking to you, George. Are you married? <laughs> Don't listen to the radio. I am married. Okay, yeah, I've listen to the phone. Okay, does your, does your wife sleep with a heater? You know what? My wife's the exact opposite. S- same with mine. My, my wife likes it cold, likes the fan. She likes, you know, she has a leg hanging yep. out and all that stuff. This woman I'm, I'm living with right now, not my wife, she, it's like 104 degrees in there. She doesn't have balls, but she's sweating yeah. on them. Anyway, all right, George is preoccupied. He all is. right, what, what is your guess to what I pulled out of Nelson's belly button? Well, you know what? I'm thinking going along with the theme of the rock, it's got to be a fanny pack. What kind of fanny pack? Well, the rock's fanny pack, of course. There you go. Nicely done. Oh, gosh. Whoa. How did you figure that out? The rock's fanny pack. You must be a fan of his knees, Fanny. Oh, fan. To know this. <laughs> and I should have known that because he does stuff like that where he breaks words apart. Help me beat scissors. What beat scissors? Rock. Rock, Rock Fanny. There you go. Even on a motorcycle, Aaron is no longer the leader of this. Pack. Leader of the pack. See, I from, from Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay Packers. I couldn't get. Oh. What does that have to do with the rock? Fanny pack. Oh, fanny pack. Rock fanny pack. That was a lot to get to pack. So I had, I kept being hung up on knees, and, I, and then I was thinking Guns N' Roses. But you say it fan a second ago, so but, you knew something about the fan. But here's the thing, is that the Rock's fanny pack is a thing. It's a meme. Oh, Ooh. that's right. From the 90s. That. Yes. And to find the answer, you must unzip the fanny pack and smell what's cooking. Yes. And why did I pick that is because... Dwayne The Rock Johnson is 51 years old today. Yeah, his birthday is today. I that I knew. See, there you go. That Bam. I, I knew. George! <laughs> VIP tickets and designated driver ticket. Bruise the Burb, Sunrise Marketplace, Saturday, May 20th. <laughs> Join Nikki D and Nelson. Congratulations, sir. You see everybody's taking <laughs> hey, my whoop whoop. Thank you, guys. Man, what's that? You see everybody's taking my whoop whoop today. They like it. Well, I have no idea what you're talking about. Whoop whoop. <laughs> Who's everybody? George just said it. Michelle said it. The George, whoop is catching on. George is known not for a whoop. I thought you were known known for let's go. I'm known for that too. Oh my I'm god! I'm known for lots of things. It's her first big radio gig, and she needs a sane and four whoops. <laughs> Got a signature. Man. She's like, oh my god, I need I'm a catchphrase. All the greats have catchphrases. <laughs> I want two. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I just want heat, and I want to stop being cold. That's what I want. All right, the heat's Thank done. Thank you.
either you got to go or you got to turn the heat off. I'll leave, but I'm not turning the heat off. That's not happening. You will not have me anywhere freezing. Why don't you just put blankets on? We're more close. That's not enough. It's bothering me. It's making my dogs it's sweat. It's not bothering my you. Dogs my dogs are losing is, hair. My my room is nowhere near yours. I it, it uh, You missed it, but it messes with my sensors. <laughs> what sensors? <laughs> There's a sensor in the room, like my, my office. There's a sensor that that sees what the temperature is to change the the thing. No, it's not. It, yes, yes, it is. Absolutely, it is. Well, if the temperature's changing everywhere, then that's good because then maybe I won't be freezing. Well, no, I woke up this morning. It was seventy three degrees in my room because of your freaking bonfire. I don't believe you. And <laughs> even if it was seventy three degrees, you have a fan in there. There is a ceiling fan. In every room in your house, guess what? Turn it on. This is my house. Yeah, it is your house, but I'm not going to freeze in there. It's not cold. <laughs> it was 68 she's, degrees. She's the like I thought you were a bad guest. Mm. She's a horrible house guest. <laughs> Absolutely horrible house guest. Oh, and I bought us dinner last night. Uh huh. Right, it was I went delicious. To, I went to Nuggies and I uh, got sold on these Vietnamese chicken meatballs. Ooh. And these, she, I bought six of them. She ate five. Oh, I no. literally ate one. Oh, no. <laughs> I ate one. She wouldn't let me have them. Oh, they no. were really She's good, very though. abusive. Snatch it right out of your hand. Yeah. Like, <laughs> as soon as I get home after work, I have to go to my room. <laughs> and nobody believes that. I'm not allowed out. Nobody believes that. I'm not allowed that. out. <laughs> when, if I, like, just open the door, she throws coffee mugs at me. <laughs> they shatter. I'm keeping him a prisoner in his own home. All right. Fourth and final round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you what famous musicians passed and who made a surprise visit at the Met Gala. All right. Get you all that here in just a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all about it, baby. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Headlines. Fourth and final round of headlines. They got that Texas mass shooter. This is kind of breaking news. Oh, they did. Yeah. Where did, did they say where they caught him at? Uh, his name's Francisco Orpesa. Uh, accused of shooting his neighbors. AR-15. Cops say. Yeah. Doesn't it say doesn't they, say. Wow, uh, that's Texas that's judge. the number one thing I want to know. Where did they find him? Was he hiding out in somebody's house in the neighborhood? Was he trying to cross over the border or something? Like they don't have it, it in this story, but I'm sure they've got to have it somewhere. Yeah, they got to. All right, go ahead. Two famous Canadian musicians have passed. H7. With the load of iron ore, 26,000 tons more, the Edmund Fitzgerald weighed empty. There was something quintessentially Canadian about Gordon Lightfoot, even when he wasn't singing about Canada. Canada has lost two of their music, maybe icons to them. Gordon Lightfoot, which was the music that you just heard, he passed away um, yesterday morning. He was 84 years old. He was known for, if you could read my mind, Morning Rain and Rainy Day People. Also, another Canadian... Thank you. Another Canadian um, rock band member of BTO, Tim Bachman, he passed away as well over the weekend. He was 71 years old. And I'm sure you guys know his song because his his song was also a hit in the U.S. taking care of business. Yeah, Bachman Turner Overdrive. He's the B in BTO. Yeah, he's the B. He's the B in BTO, yeah. And Gordon Lightfoot was, uh, if you look at the pictures of him back in the 70s, Versus, like, I mean, he was torn, I think, pretty much up until his death. Mm-hmm. And, wow. he, I mean, of course, he, you know, he said, oh, he got old. Of course he got old. But he 
Like, you know, they'll post the pictures of like in his prime and then they'll post like the last picture that was taken. And they're like, why would you do that to this poor man? <laughs> Still, he looked like an old guy even in the 70s. Though. Yeah, he, he did. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> in the 70s looked old. But they were young. But they were young. So who's the third? That's what I was uh, asking you earlier. Is it going to be a Canadian or will it be just a regular famous person? Oh, I hope it's not Drake. Well, it would be. It'd be. Oh, Drake would be an outsider. That'd be young. So a Bieber. It would have to be a a Canadian singer. Okay, so it's got to like my. I'm going to say Bieber. Why? I don't want him to because he's had. Didn't you know he's had a serious health condition recently? He's not going to be able to tour ever again. No, I have not gotten my Justin Bieber news. (laughs) Yeah, we're in. We're. We're in peak Bieber right now. He's releasing some of the best music. So ever Canadian has. artists, uh, Chad Kroger. Don't take Chad Kroger from me. You have uh, Avril Lavigne. You'll have Derek Wimbley. Oh right, some forty-one. Yeah, she said Drake. Is He's that, Canadian? Is he Canadian? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, you got Drake. Uh, it's got to be a white person. Why does it have to be a white person? Why can't it just be an artist from Canada? Like it's death the first... has to be a race. It's yeah, that's how it works. It's for it's two white people. If there are two black people, I'd say Drake's probably the next guy. <laughs> oh my! That's God. how it works. Not my rules. <laughs> no, it's just threes. It's not threes of the same people. It's yeah, just in it, threes. It, no, that's how it works. It's three of the same type of person. Like exactly, that's the whole gimmick behind the the threes. I'll give you three men. They don't have to be black. Why are they gonna white be men? Why can't they have vaginas? <laughs> <laughs> It's the same. It's the same argument. No, it's got to be three white men. Well, then I'm gonna go with him and say Justin. And how much? How much? How old were each of them? I mean, they were old. Um, seventy-one and eighty-four. Seventy-one and eighty-four. So it has to be somebody. You think it'd be old, or will it be young. an outlier? And that's what I feel like too. Is it's gonna be a, a young person that no one would see coming? You said seventy-one and eighty-four. Yep, eighty-four. Okay, so 13, so 71 minus 13 is 58. 58. So find a Canadian white artist that's 58 years old, and that's who it's going to (laughs) be. I just cracked the code. (laughs) And if this happens, I promise you I'm out of (laughs) here. Hold on. You won't be able to live with them. I'm out of here. No, I will not. Canadian Canadian musician. That's 50 years ago, 73. 58 years old. Who'd you find, Nelson? Uh, hold on, I'm still doing the math. So 65, got to be born in 65? Yeah. So who was born in 65? Oh, Nickelback. No, I'm just kidding. Nickelback. No, they're not 50. Oh, they're not that old. <gasps> what do you got? <sighs> Patrick Roy, Canadian. Oh, he's a hockey player. Oh, my God. I think I just cracked the code. Go ahead and do your next story, and I'll tell you if I cracked the code. <laughs> what did I say? 50. 58. 58 years old, yes. 58 Roach? August when's August August is in a couple months mm-hmm. August is three months from now oh it's a wo- <laughs> it's a woman though don't say you her. said it had to be a man and he had to be white I know but this is the only thing I got right now don't say <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> yeah. oh don't say her well, who is it if you, you can say it because I don't want to say it are you gonna make me speak in well, any sisters? tell me so I can say it goodness gracious who uh, is it? I, it, you know what she feels like a woman like a natural woman? Man, she feels like and a woman. man, she oh, feels like a, a gun, woman. So that was the throw off. It is a man, but she feels like a <laughs> woman. I feel like a woman. Shania Twain. Well, it could be Shania. Dang. It's going to be all on you. It's going to be your fault. She doesn't turn 58 until August. We got time. So then that'd be too long. They've got. It's got to be quick. It's bang, bang, bang. No, this is different. 
Oh. <laughs> this is different. You're ridiculous. But she might go in the next week and be shy of 58, but he'll still be close to the age. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, like price, it'll still well, be a thing. price is right. It can't be over. Yeah. Well, just like he was close with a uh, man, he yeah. was just thrown it'll off still, by it. It'll still be a thing. <laughs> um, okay. Roach Rocherson arrived on time for the 2023 Met Gala. H8. Among the glamour, though, was this not-so-glitzy cockroach on the carpet. Of course, it went viral. A variety among those tweeting out the video and also the aftermath after someone actually stepped on it. So the Met Gala's taking place, red carpet's going on, and all of a sudden, like, pandemonium breaks out. And you're looking at the video, and it's this big old cockroach just running around. And they're taking pictures of it, videos of it. There's a cameraman following this roach around, like, taking steel shots of the roach. Then he tries to step on it. It doesn't work. The roach crawled over the top of his foot and went back under his it was the grossest thing ever papa roach uh posted the video of the roach running around here like, <laughs> our first met gala <laughs> pretty funny how do you how do you get invited to that thing i never understood it it's 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 just for rich people that, that are into fashion you put the closer there was a guy wearing like a fur belt and somebody dressed like a cat i mean that's not fat. That's just that's Halloween. Mm-hmm. That was your girl dressed like the cat, Janelle Monet. <laughs> oh, my girl. <laughs> you told me you really like her. I do really like her. Yeah. So she's I mean, she girl. literally dressed like a cat. She did. And she had the person all. Oh, no. What else did you find? What did you find? Oh, no. <laughs> don't say it. I don't want you to say it. Oh, my God. I'm going to play the go away music so you don't say it. <laughs> I stopped digging because oh. it hurts my heart. What did I say, 58? You said 58. 58. Who'd you find now? Unless there's another connection. You'll find it if there is. Yeah, I got to do some digging. I'll get back to you. <laughs> He'll tell you he's dying after I got, the I, break. I, I, I got to decode. <laughs> I got my secret decoder. I got to get my ogle team. Oh, my God. The after the break, ring. he's going to decode. Oh, oh, no, they already did. <gasps> oh no <laughs> I think I found it again oh. and his face is so serious <gasps> oh what no was it? Who, who was the oldest 84 oldest Lightfoot. Lightfoot 84 yeah 84 and 71 yep mm-hmm. those are the numbers your first math said 58 what does your new math say it's not Getty is it how old's Getty Lee no but what if you split the difference so you, oh, you think that the young one is seventy-one? Yeah, and there's somebody in the middle. So who's who's seventy-seven then? That it's not Getty though. He's not that old. No. Okay. This person is always going to be young. Forever Forever young. Sting? No. Oh. I don't know why I thought he was Canadian. Forever, Forever young, young was Rod Stewart, dummy. Um, <laughs> oh, was it Neil Young? Oh. You know what? Prime. I think you might have cracked the code there. And who was Neil Young married to at one time? He was married to the lady from Young and the Restless. I, I don't know. No. Daryl Hannah. Splash. Oh. There you go. Know your history. All right. Last minute calls, comments, <laughs> concerns. God, Neil Young rocking in a free world, man. Very sad. Sad, and he's not even dead yet. <laughs> I know. I should send flowers now. <laughs> Send him to his front door. <laughs> uh, last one, it calls, comments, concerns, 916-909-0985. Roll some credits to get out of here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock.
As always, we appreciate you listening. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There's Nelson about to get out of here. The uh, UC Davis, what they're calling, or some are calling, a possible serial killer, which is terrifying if you live over in that area. Very terrifying. Has made national news now. And I guess they lifted, uh, the officials there on campus lifted the overnight shelter-in-place order, but... I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know what the politics would be behind lifting that, but I'd be like, I'm fine, dude. I'm good. I'm just going to stay home. Definitely going to stay home. Definitely going to do classes online until they figure this thing out. Yeah. I, I wish, and they have a description of them too. Um, because of both attacks, they saw a light skinned male, possibly Hispanic, between 19 and 23 years old, between five foot seven and five foot eight inches tall, long curly hair. That's pretty descriptive. That's very descriptive. I wonder if he's somebody that's like a drifter, too, that's kind of just wandering or homeless or something like that. Oh, but that's freaky and very scary for those out there. My wife texted me. She was like, you know, we're sending our daughter to college next week. Mm-hmm. You know, and I can only imagine if your kid goes to UC Davis and you're cross country or something like that. It's just terrifying, right? And that's I was like, the type of stuff that freaks you out about your kids going to college. Exactly. Like I'm putting her in self-defense classes. There's, That's not a bad idea at all. It's not a bad idea. I think there's like a UFC place by my house. Okay. Have her to go in there and beat some people up. That's <laughs> a, this, this world's just crazy. It's absolutely nuts. Like I, I told her, I told my daughter, I said, you know, part of the deal if you go into college is I got to be within a four-hour drive of you, wherever you go, in case you need me. And so she decides to come out to California with us, which is great. But I, I was like, you can't stay back in Georgia. That's, that's longer than four hours. I hope I'll be able to talk my daughter into doing that because she wants to go back to Georgia for college. Ah, you will. She's, what, 13? She's 15. 15. But you got a, <laughs> well, you got a couple years. to. I mean, once she gets here and meets people and, you know, how kids are. Once yeah, they get here and they I meet know. people, they love it and everything is good. So, uh, All right, more tickets for Aerosmith tomorrow. Yeah, more code words for VIP for Aftershock tomorrow. We do. And uh, more tickets to join you two at the uh, Brews and Burbs thing. We're going to be there, VIP style. More uh, things to take out of Nelson's belly button. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of it's kicking uh, yourself a little bit after today, aren't you? What? Do you, no, I don't. I don't know that I'm kicking myself. You didn't think that was that you didn't get the clues? Oh, I thought you were talking about what else we did on the show today. Am I kicking myself about that? Oh, I would. Yeah, I'd know the answer to that. No. You know the answer to what? Kicking himself with the nice young lady that was on. Oh, Nelson and Nyla sitting in the tree. K-I-S-S-I-N-G. Do you think it's you think it's actually going to happen? They're no. Meet up? No. no. My mom offered, though, to, to help pay for the food. Oh, that's very sweet, Mama D. She oh, texted God, me and said it. She's like, you tell Nelson, I'll help him if he wants to take that lady on a date. We could do a GoFundMe. <laughs> That's, good. <laughs> That's a good idea. Go fund me for a Nelson date with uh, Nalia. Nyla. N- Nyla. <laughs> Nalia. Yeah. All right, Nikki D, you got anything before we get out? Um, heat or else. Heat or else. Heat or die, more like. No joke, Nelson. <laughs> uh, I, I was going to ask you if I could borrow a little bit of cash, but it sounds like Mama D's got my got me covered. So. Okay, good. Yeah, because I was totally going to do that. I was going <laughs> to give you my... You said that I could hit you up for a loan if I was in desperate need. Absolutely. But now that Mama D is stepping up to the plate, I think your idea of loan is give me money and yeah, I'll do my best to get it back to you. That's why I'm going with the Mama D route. No, I think Nelson will pay it back. No, I'll pay it back. All right, look, have yourself a great, safe rest of the evening. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 3. Yeah, bye. That's enough nonsense for today. This has been The Bailey Show. What?